Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. Sean Bell. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. James, you, have you turned your... Are you going to turn your freezer off this week? Because last week, <laughs> some of you may not know, but before we started recording, there was a large humming sound coming from uh, James's mic. So, And he turned out it was his freezer. So he said, just so that it doesn't spoil it, I'm going to turn the freezer off. Remind me to turn it back on afterwards. <laughs> and everyone forgot. Yeah, <laughs> two days, no one reminded was it two me. Days and then, so, I've got a whole freezer full of like spoiled meat now. <laughs> Which is wow, it's still in well, there. I was going to say, yeah, you've not emptied no, no, it no, out. No. It's, it's, it's all gone now. It's all, and I had to defrost the thing as well because it did the whole, you know, it all melted and all water went everywhere. Right, so terrible. you text me oh. two weeks, uh, no, two days later, you told us, but did you know before then? No, I didn't. <laughs> How did you find out what happened? Well, because I hadn't been to the freezer for a couple of days because we hadn't had anything out of the freezer because it's in the garage. And then I came out here and it was just water everywhere. And then I was just like, oh, water and the smell of water. Just go. Flesh. Yeah. And it's annoying because I, I wanted to, you see, the thing, the thing is, I wanted to just like switch it back on. Nobody no, has to know. Pretend nothing. Nobody, has, <laughs> nobody has to just know. Everyone dies of food poisoning. That's the thing. Like Chen found out, and she was really unhappy about the idea of like eating the meat. You know that had been. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, horrendous. um, Once at uni, my mate Mark is really uh, energy. Yeah, he's always talking about saving energy and turn lights off and stuff. It was Christmas, and he was the last one in the house, and he turned all the power off, uh, including the power to the freezer. We go away for about three weeks. Obviously, come back in January, and basically the house smelled like rotting flesh. It was oh, horrendous. God. There's like chicken, there's all sorts of stuff in there. And we were cleaning it out in the, in, in the back garden, and yeah, all of us were like, get, you know, gipping, you know, half being sick. It was absolutely horrendous. Gipping? Yeah, it's not being like, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. retching. Yeah. Retching, yeah. I've never heard gipping before. What is that? Some sort of normal thing? Is that a normal thing? Yeah. I think it must yeah, be. Yeah, I, think yeah, it's must a be. I think I remember that from uni. Either way, <laughs> horrendous. Yours is only two days, James. You're, you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, stop moaning. Um, <laughs> Oh, but, uh, you know, we can't rag on you too much because if you ha- if you don't follow us on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, y- you definitely should because episode two of James Plays Heavy Rain is out there. And um, even Capone Adam texted me before episode two come out and said, does there really need to be an episode two? We get it. Like, James is a bit... It, it was very funny, episode one, but I don't know how he could top it. He only went and fucking topped it. <laughs> Who would have thought... I think it was Denton text me as well, as well and said, who would have thought that James is the best Twitch streamer <laughs> in the history of the world? And I said, no one. No one would have thought that, but no he fucking is. I still don't get it, it to be honest. I, I don't it, understand. Oh, <laughs> episode two was so so good. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought episode one was brilliant. It will episode two carry up? You know, keep, keep up that same that same form. It was better. It, I laugh way more. <laughs> it was uh, way more stupid moments. It was incredible. Someone tweeted us just after the highlights went online on YouTube and said, "I'm eight seconds in and I already have tears in my eyes because there's the bit at the start where, where <laughs> he's in the menu and he just goes, okay, let's enter the." Tw- crime scene <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you going to say, you gonna twilight, say twilight zone? zone i don't know i don't know what was going on <laughs> no. did you notice the... at the end matt did you watch to the very end of episode one as well where the screen goes blue and he goes right how do i turn oh, this yeah, off yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what i talked to my parents on skype no no press still... is it a red button I, 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 i'm I still not sure how all that works i still 
I'm not entirely sure what I'm supposed to do to end it and start it and stuff. It's just you just press the share button and go stop broadcasting. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's, that bit is a, it's definitely a bit messy. Um, yeah. But yeah, you well, it's hidden do... behind one of the messages, isn't it? Because it comes up, you, you, like the message comes up. This is really dull, but the message comes <laughs> up says you are no longer broadcasting while you're in the menus, and it covers up the stop broadcasting bit in the menu. And it's done that ever since day one. I want something to. Yeah, anyway. You know, when you do a podcast and when you um, uh, have a podcast planned, you know, you know, you're recording, um, you're constantly thinking, what sort of things should I talk about? Is anything happened that that needs highlighting? You don't really know where it's going to go. But then sometimes you log into Discord just before you start recording. And James and Matt are talking about how, (laughs) firstly... There was another podcast called Interface that launched at the same oh, week I as they did. I didn't know this. that. You've never told me that. Really? Secondly, yeah. that someone from that have. podcast has sent you a long audio file. <laughs> so I said, don't tell me anything. Let's talk about it on the show. What is this about? So legit, when did you find out someone else had launched the same week as you? Well, in pretty much about the week same after. Week. <laughs> yeah. And did you... Did you contact? Was there any contact made between well, the two no, podcasts? No, the, the, or any acknowledgement? The was I, I wanted, um, but failed to at the time, and it's it's a deep regret now. I wanted to have the domain interface.fm because I thought, hey, that yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I didn't because maybe at the time I didn't have the money or whatever. Uh, I I kept checking interface.fm was available. One day it wasn't available. I was like, oh my god, someone's <laughs> fucking taken the domain of this podcast. Which you know, I mean, it, you know, the actual name for our podcast came together pretty quickly and pretty late in the day. Whatever. I was like, oh, some fuckers taken. It. I can't believe this. So I went to like whois.com to find out the owner, and I found the owner, and then I found the owner <laughs> on Twitter. Them down. Can, can I just can yeah. I just them. interject mm, here? I was completely indifferent about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I was livid. Um, I bet you were two all still worn out from all the all the chat about what we were going to call this show because that went on for like three days of constant. Yeah, yeah. not what we messages. ended up with. With Fuck the worst, most generic name. Whereas Interface is so good, someone else chose it in the same week. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so uh, someone else had a domain. I was like, this is fucking annoying. I went to that domain one day, and then there's another fucking podcast called Interface. It's a tech podcast. In- <laughs> oh, live, absolutely livid. Um, and they, Have you they heard it? Did you listen to their show? Oh, yeah, it, any good? It, it, it was a hate listen for many weeks. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was it better than yours, Matt? I, no. I'll put, I point out I've never listened to it. But yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> it's mostly me listening to it saying, James, I can't look. James, they mentioned this. I, James, they mentioned us again. James, they haven't mentioned us this week. What's happening, James? <laughs> Hold on. Have they mentioned you on their show then? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We've well, mentioned them on what, our what show, sort of stuff, listener. What sort of stuff have they said? Um, I think, but basically, they mentioned a few episodes where we might mention something. We did that episode about that uh, about the YouTube clip of millennials and anyway, whatever. Doesn't does not matter. Um, either way, um, they had a catchphrase, which I think is actually a bit of a fucking piss take of, of our show because, <laughs> because so originally we were going to do weekly. Then James and I were like, oh, we're too busy. There's basically a rule whereby James and I cannot record on weekends because if we ever say we record on Friday or Saturday or Sunday, one of us texts saying, oh, I'm really tired actually. Can we? It never it? happens here. Yeah. yeah. So we don't record on weekends or whatever. We really, we don't record weekly anymore. And, and now we, we really try record. And say, we try, we try to say fortnightly, even that's a bit of a stretch. Anyway, the, the other interface, their, po- their uh, catchphrase at the end is, like clockwork, every Monday. But, but because we launched on Mondays once, and then after that, we're like, fuck that. So, um, oh, that is, anyway, yeah. Li- uh, I wouldn't like have that, Which is definitely a dig, uh, definitely. Uh, every time they were tweeting, saying, oh, is there an at interface 
pod on you know coming out today and we're like no fuck you guys whatever regardless um anyway the podcast hasn't their podcast hasn't actually been recording recently it hasn't been like clockwork and i sent a few choice tweets saying have you had to change your tagline uh, for instance <laughs> <Really? laughs> yeah. again I know nothing about any of this. <laughs> Bollocks. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. And there, You're there, not in court now, James. You're all right. here and there, like back and forth saying, you know, just you know, this and that. Um, and, and, and now basically it turns out they haven't actually recorded for about a month. Um, they, I said, I tweeted from the interface account saying, hey, well, where's, you know, where, where's your show? You know, like Clockwork, what's happened to that? And they're like, oh, we're sort of in between seasons. And I just tweeted a gif with like a guy going, mm-mm, I don't think so. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So they haven't recorded for a while, um, and then um, today we got uh, an Anchor uh, audio clip. Anchor's, you can go to anchor.com, you can basically record little online files, essentially, and it's like a social network, but it's, it's all like audio booth, you remember that back in the day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is now that. audio boom, whatever. Anyway, this guy called Ian Fuchs, uh, F-U-C-H-S, he's the co-host of Interface, he's one of the four co-hosts, um, he sent us this probably like a five-minute audio clip talking about airpods which james and i talked about on the last show apple's airpods and the bluetooth headphones basically sort of cri- not criticizing what we've said but trying to correct it's just, would you describe well, it as not, that james i wouldn't say correcting us it's kind of just repeating what we said kind of about a lot of stuff and clarifying a few points maybe but yeah it's, i don't is he trying to get onto the show i mean Ian, not it's not sure. gonna happen you've got your own interface podcast and it's not very good it's fine just get over it <laughs> Anyway, so that that's happened, and there hasn't been one of their interface podcasts for a while. Uh, I think we should go weekly, James, and really fuck them in a bin now. Um, <laughs> every every Monday, like clockwork, yeah, yeah, every yeah, fucking yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah, you've got to use twats. that catchphrase blatantly. Yeah, so I can't believe I didn't. I, we've definitely mentioned there's another interface. Oh yeah, and basically, so I haven't because I was so gutted about the nick and the domain. We still haven't got a domain. We're still like the fucking massive long Squarespace domain, which is fucking embarrassing. I check about once a week, every week. Uh, for about an hour or two saying what other domain could we have and i'm like and those fuckers took the one i wanted and now i'm just <laughs> stuck <laughs> you know um uh paralyzed by oh, what domain am i gonna fucking take you know whatever either way oh shit sean you probably don't know this side of matt do you i was gonna say this is this is extreme for matt as far as i'm yeah aware. um we there was a time when we were doing big bother the big brother podcast where there was a rival rival big brother podcast and matt was exactly the same every week on our big brother podcast he was having a pop at them and saying fuck them and it, you know he got really aggressive about it this is just this is what turns matt like- anyway right i i normally hate all the mentions of the interface but um but fuck that right follow interface pod on twitter and or leave a review on itunes just something to slagging off the other podcast because they are shit i've tried what is their them. what is their twitter thing it's at interface fm I, no, 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 it's underscore, underscore interface FM, you know. Oh, that is a bad one. Yeah. You can't do that. I just, can't work in underscore. I just love the idea from. of the guy going like, well, you used to do the interface podcast and that's that's over now. No, no, I, I, I think I can't, and I kind of missed. I kind of missed doing it. So what shall I do next? I'll just get on the other show that's also called Interface. <laughs> yeah. That's that's it. That's the solution. Mother, <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I am waiting because it, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen at some point that there will be another Joy Pod, like the, you know, it's some yeah. like American people doing. Like, never heard of us. Not legitimately <laughs> trying to rip us off, but I just got this feeling like it's such an obvious fucking um, pun. <laughs> Joy Pod. How's it not been another computer game show? 
<laughs> Sorry? <laughs> How is it not another the computer game show? <laughs> I don't know. So I think generic. it's the most it's just so rough we've got the most it. arrogant <laughs> name for a podcast <laughs> in the history of the world. The computer game show. Fuck everything else. Yeah. Um uh, but yeah, no, there was another Joypod at the there start, was, wasn't, wasn't there? Because then you was... had a you had a big like not an argument with them, but yeah, about like who was going to get to yeah, use we the fronted them out because they, they come out with theirs about a month after we come out with ours. So uh, yeah, we beat them down. So you, what, what you want to do? What you want to do is rename your podcast after an old game and a shit metal band, and no one cares. It's fine. <laughs> And no one's yeah, no one cares about the podcast the, uh, either. Copyright. We want people. No, the only <laughs> uh, the only potential mix-up we had was Andy was in a bar once wearing his Midnight Resistance shirt, and some guy at the bar, like some old dude, is like, "Oh, mate, Midnight Resistance, wicked band." <laughs> so that was, uh, yeah, that was good. Get out, mm. poor fella. Uh, right, okay, cool. Should we get into the follow-up from last Absolutely. week? Because a lot's happened. Um, yeah, James, there's been so oh, much. A lot. I don't want to listen to all this. Most of it is James <laughs> related. Yeah, which is why I don't want to uh, tune out uh, for a bit. James related, James related, Dave, James and Dave related, James related. J- yeah, it's literally all James related. That's fine. We'll start from You're the top. You're a star it's kid. Most, it's yeah. not. It's all James <laughs> being slagged off. That's what happens if you're a massive YouTuber, James. It's like it's a fame. You can't escape it. Anyway, um, Andy Palmer um, tweeted in. Um, he he's um, oh fuck! I'm, I'm gonna mess yeah, up. You can't say it. Um, <laughs> what what what? Remalaptop. What can't you say? <laughs> Remalaptop. Re- no, fucking hell, find myself. I'm not saying it. It's just either Remalaptor or Remalaptor. Remalaptor. Andy Palmer tweeted in. Because uh, um, we, we did a video, it's out on, out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram right now, whatever. Just basically, it's really, basically James's uh, fuck up last week um, done in a video form. Andy Palmer, Remalaptor, tweeted in saying, it's very simple, it's pronounced Remalaptor. Sergeant Stagrodge, uh, I can say his fucking name. Anyway, he says. That really video cr- that you put together, how many hours did it take you? Well, I mean, I've never used Adobe Premiere before, so. How but- many hours did it take you? Answer the question. <laughs> Probably like six. Right, six hours, right? For sixty and seconds. I, just, no, I shouldn't have started like, with a sixty-second highlight. That was a mistake. <laughs> well, this is my point. You watch Matt now, Luke. I know our listeners listen and they point, like they pick up on stuff that isn't directly said. Listen to Matt now and listen to how he tries to limit a, a funny moment to just fifteen seconds for those videos. I guarantee <laughs> it'll happen. Like I so say, we'll, we'll all be laughing and it'll just go okay. Next, 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 <laughs> no nothing even vaguely humorous shall be over 15 seconds long. i mean <laughs> I, well, I don't know why i chose that for my first one whatever regardless um yeah anyway a sergeant Stagrodge. it's a very complicated sim- sequence of four syllables so may- many people were were moaning uh and they were slagging you off james for the lack of um remna laptar um, laptop <laughs> pronunciation. Um, SMW. Sorry, James. Are you casting a spell? Uh, is one of my favourite TGCS <laughs> quotes. Um, and uh, piston twister. See, the thing is, how does a doctor of all things uh, Chinese struggle with difficult to pronounce names? Now, piston twister seems to think you're a Chinese doctor, James. <laughs> um, I mean, I but guess even so, I don't. I get- can someone explain to me how knowing one other language just means you're brilliant at pronouncing everything? It really doesn't because <laughs> it's all it's completely different. It's uh... and I, I mean basically, Andy Palmer, you need to change your Twitter handle. I think that that's the only thing we've learned from this. Just 
it's it, it's, it's hard to, it's hard for poor James to pronounce. I mean, if uh, you tweet in again, I am just going to get Sean to read your name and then I'll read the tweet. <laughs> well, I think it's... it has tweeted in this week, so Sean, you have to get ready to Wicked. answer that question. Oh, yeah, ready. Ryan Ingram, Idol Fury on Twitter, start GoFundMe or something for Dave and Farley to go to E3 2018. I'll chip in. No, Ryan, oh, that's God. a stupid this idea. This is a good idea, Dave. That's we a stupid idea. I don't, it's a terrible idea. I don't like, I don't like doing uh, things like that. I never have done. We've never asked for money. No matter what we've done. Dave, this is right. going to affect the Patreon I'm launching tomorrow. Now, to, oh, no, to be fair, right, he hasn't stipulated that you have to actually record anything while you're there. I think no. it's just a free holiday, mate. I think, you, I think you're all right. Even better. No, what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is that this might be the one that we have to do. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the, joke's, the joke's too good. David, the joke is too good. It'd be, good. Good. It'd be amazing. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it'd have to be separate, separate rooms. Your snoring's insane. But, yes, yes, yes. Um, or separate hotels. Separate planes. <laughs> separate planes over. <laughs> And, fucking uh, watching the yeah. Xbox conference and in the background just get yeah. <laughs> fucking somewhere in the audience who the fuck is that the Phil Spencer's like for fuck's sake who's snoring yeah. one of the um, one of the what is it what they call it stretch goals should be that I go in first class but there isn't one for James <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, another stretch, stretch goal is like front. James going extreme economy yeah he's got like a million stopovers <laughs> yeah. I'd pay for that. Uh, I'd chip in. So we've done no, that uh, all the time. It sucks. Yeah, um, <laughs> number one super fan. No, not Athena Allen. Uh, Dewey Transters is back. Oh, no. oh, we love, we back love his town. feedback. It's a better show. Quite a show. Lot, it? yeah. It's a better show he's, for his feedback. He's um, loving the show again. I see. Yeah, he's huge loving it. fan, baby. Die Dewey <laughs> on Transters. Loving the show. Naturally, it's a great show. Let, let's get into the feedback, shall we? Probably all positive. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> Feedback for last week's episode, re-crash. Seriously? Why is it so hard for you guys to fathom on Crash being number one? Crash No, 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 James, you're wrong there. You guys seem to make it you guys make it seem like the world revolves around you and the people you know of. I mean, not the people I know of, but definitely I think the world revolves around me, yeah. Yeah, yeah but sure also, does. also how many like you know, top 10 games in the world or whatever, or te- top 50 lists can contain Crash Bandicoot. Like, <laughs> well, pretty much none. It's, trans- it's, it's this is quite long. Should we just read the whole thing yeah, and then on. destroy him? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Save it. And then do it. Perhaps maybe the majority of the people who are buying are not other gamers as you guys, or perhaps because they grew up with PlayStation and not Nintendo. Don't get me wrong, I care about Crash. I've never played them. Oh, no, sorry, sorry, I'll fuck that. Don't get me wrong, I don't care about... Say that again, what? Don't don't get me wrong. I don't care about Crash. I've never played them. But come on, guys, it's not hard. And then there's that embarrassing convo about Titanfall Two as well. <laughs> right, let, let, let's do the Crash stuff first. Okay. So we did acknowledge that you know some people might have grown up with it, and if you're playing it for nostalgia reasons, that's fine. We did. I'm pretty sure we did mention that. But it yeah. is empirically fucking shit. Like there's no there's no argument there. It's not a good like the Crash games have never been good. It's just a. F- I don't know. I, I said I enjoyed playing them when I was growing up, but no, like, they were like not average games, weren't they? They're not bad games, but they're just not like everybody should buy it. Games, do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, everyone's uh, clearly buying it this week. I didn't know there was that much nostalgia for it. It was more of a surprise than anything else. But you know, what can you do? If we can't tell you what we think of a game and all that from our perspective like what we I can't yeah, there's actually no point? point doing this podcast otherwise no just I go can't, to you a gamer alright 
Like, what, what are we <laughs> supposed to sit here and say about games if... Um, yeah. Or, or do we have to end every opinion with, like, oh, but you might like it. Yeah. Or you might <laughs> Just not like opinion. it. Just my opinion. I like you. you you've, you've always defended me in the past and always called well. James out for his clear bullshit. Um, so I'm with you. But you're wrong on this one because all we can do is offer our view on it. We can't offer anyone else's view because we're not other people, except for James, who can be other people sometimes. What? You'd be Twitch man. You'd you be just turn it on. You'll be Twitch Fuck man. It, I'm on Twitch James. now. You'll be Twitch man. <laughs> As David be Twitch rightfully man. said, you be Twitch man. Uh, <laughs> Matt's already spelling out the <laughs> putting the words to this conversation already. <laughs> no, yeah, stop now because this is twenty five seconds. I'm not right. Yeah, I'm go, not go. <laughs> my life again. Um, Dewey uh, transfers continues with the Titanfall two uh, discussion from last week, um, and there's a and then there's that embarrassing conversation about Titanfall two as well. Did James seriously expect that he would like it as much as David did? I guarantee you, if James played, assuming he hasn't, Future Unfolding, he wouldn't like it as much have, as David yeah. did. But James would still argue with David and why he hyped that particular game as well. Differing opinions and tastes at the end of the day, I don't expect everyone on the crew to equally like a game as much as each other. Raw passion for games matters, just like David expressed twice. I'm not even right, sure what so his point is. Let me, no, I, I kind of get what you're saying. If I really like it, I sh- he, James shouldn't act as if I was wrong to like it. But let me be very clear on this. Um, All right, it, it, James, uh, I like it when James challenges me on uh, stuff like this because it, I, I like getting into arguments with James. I always have done. So it's the first day I met him, we were fucking rowing. So um, don't feel that I'm, you know, don't. I'm not a victim is what I'm saying. I know that's what you're all thinking. <laughs> I know that's what's going through your, well, your mind, but victim, I'm not a victim. Everyone. I can handle myself. Um, as for the Titanfall stuff, right, I can I know exactly when that went off the rails. Like, it was such a weird argument. And I think we both realised it was a weird argument, like, as we were coming to the end of it. I think what weirded me out is that you were saying it wasn't as good as I was saying, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fair enough. But then your leading example was that it wasn't long enough. Like, that was the... That's why I was going, what, how is that a major yeah, criticism? See, and what like, I was trying to explain on Twitter to people who criticise me for this yeah, I've got, I've got plenty out. more feedback is I wasn't <laughs> saying that it's like uh, oh, how do I put this I wasn't saying that it's a bad game or anything like that I was saying that I really really enjoyed it I just wished it would be longer and I didn't see why it was a crime to say that this is what the thing was I well, didn't no, get because you offered that as your first major criticism You, your, your point was it's not as good as you said your first major criticism was it's not long enough no no, like, no. but the, there's other reasons why Oh, like, I don't but want you didn't to get into say any of them. Again. You didn't say any of them, James. <sighs> You've Look. got to right. What happens is you get too emotionally charged when you get into battle with me because you know battle, you're getting battle, battle everyone. You, you know, you know you're going to come out with black eyes, right? That, that's standard. You're an idiot. So you, you, you don't, you don't formulate your argument well enough. That's just because I hadn't thought about it. That's why I needed to think about it a bit more before I started arguing with you. I mean, you've had a you had a week. Dave, you should have given you him a run up. You should have said, "Okay, here's thirty seconds. We'll do a countdown clock." <laughs> I didn't think of the argument. I needed three good. seconds before I could dismantle it. Um, That's Ad- all I need. Ad- Adam Belcher was not happy. I had to skip past the Titan Gate episode, uh, apart from last episode. Just tips slightly into the cringe zone. 
I didn't understand this. What was cringe about it? I don't know. Commodore... I mean, granted, it's two thirty-somethings rowing over a computer game. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's well, the cringe. whole show's cringe. But then why aspect. else are you listening? Yeah, uh, Commodore uh, Schmidlep. Um, I'm with Dave on the Type <laughs> Two situation. I'd much rather have a short but extremely fun game that's uh, than one that's rather too long. Plus, we're surrounded by games that take fifty plus hours to finish. So a great campaign you can smash in a weekend is brilliant. Also, I enjoyed the Type Two campaign so much. I immediately went out and played it again. Uh, I'm more than happy with what they gave us in the end. Yeah, uh, same. I'm with you. Uh, Jay, uh, Jay Garrity is is on the case, obviously. Nothing goes past that it. guy. Am I really listening to JC Farley complain that Titanfall 2 was too short? Really? Uh, Farley pipes <laughs> up. You were, I really didn't mean... Sorry. Um, you were. I really didn't mean it was necessarily too short. Just as <laughs> I wish... That's a shit it. impression, Matt. That's, come on. <laughs> Hang on. I thought you were talking then, Jay. <laughs> Fuck off. That was really weird. I, read it, I didn't really mean it was necessarily too short. Just that I wish there could have been more to it because I enjoyed it. I just wish it was longer, yeah? Yeah, get Garrity gets involved. <laughs> Disclaimer, guys, haven't finished listening. Um, it, it's one as one as listeners that sort of pipes up during the show and then uh, well, has to, like the live tweet has is to hastily delete a tweet because they fucked up. Um, Joshua, <laughs> yeah. Joshua Garrity, I wouldn't discount the impact good editing slash pacing has on your enjoyment of anything. It probably was longer at some point in development, but they likely cut it. <laughs> it's all thriller, all thriller and no thriller. I'm like, I'd like this tweet, Fred. Yeah. Like, what was what was um, James's reply? Then can you read that again? Um, Because that's interesting. Um, You were. It really didn't mean. I didn't mean Uh, it. You're gonna have to stop doing that because it's it is genuinely (laughs) pissing me off. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Just so it sounds nothing like you, but it is getting under your skin. Yeah. Yeah. You can. You, am I really listening to JC Farley complain Titanfall 2 is too short, really? Um, you were. I really didn't mean it was necessarily too short. Just that I wish that there could have been more because I enjoyed it. Um, and then Jay Garrity goes on, I don't really consider wanting more to a real complaint. That oh, usually God. means something okay. is a perfect length. Do that bit again. JC Farley, um, again, that was what I was trying to get across badly. You right, Joe? I got nothing to say. <laughs> Chris Little Nine A Three pipes in as well. All good. Unfortunately, I feel like I've aged ten years listening to the Titanfall Two disagreement. Uh, Justice Bloomberg, right? This guy's been on Twitter since February 2016. Hasn't tweeted. He tweeted us to say this is my first tweet. Listening to James talk about Titanfall Two brought it out. Come on, man! You even got it on sale for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that I'm not allowed to say anything critical about about anything. It's, oh, you know. don't start how getting much, like how, that, much, James. how much did you pay for it, James? Fifteen quid. Oh, come on, James! <laughs> fucking <Ooh>. hell, <laughs> James! Don't start getting like that. I hate that's the worst end to that discussion. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realise that I couldn't say anything. What, just listen, fucking okay, defend let's yourself. Let's just go back, back to this, right? Up. No, no, this, let's go back to this, right? Do the voice. What <laughs> he is Matt you can fuck off <laughs> interface interface just think of interface <laughs> that's that's done we're not going to be a, gonna be a free slot on interface soon the way this is going <laughs> yeah you can you can go join on. the other one with the other guy get back to what get back to what you're saying come on anyway what I was trying to explain last week badly is the fact that the thing with this game is it's a very very good game I felt it was a bit too short the way that David was going on about it being like, you know, I don't know, like Mario 64 good in sense of like, you know, like epoch defining, you know, amazing sort of thing. 
I didn't see just through playing through the through the campaign mode. Maybe if I played tons of multiplayer, I'd have a different opinion, but I didn't. That's what I, I mean, was trying I don't to get across. Think it, and my argument would be, I don't think I ever compared it to the likes Dave, of the way um, you were going on Mario about 64. it was like was like. Did I, I do it? You, the way you were going on about it was like it had delivered your first child or whatever. It was <laughs> that was the, that was the other funny thing as well because you said you said you said to me, oh, you said, oh, it's so innovative. And I said, boy, it was, was innovative, wasn't it? And you went, well, yeah, but <laughs> it's like, come on, what do you want from me? What do you want from me, James? Do you want me to say that it wasn't as good as I no, said I don't, it was? No, I just want you to respect the fact that I've got a slightly different opinion to you. Of course I will. You, you can have any opinion you want. doesn't mean I have to agree with it, does it? Matt, do the voice again. <laughs> My God, any other follow-up? Um, you were. It didn't really... <laughs> no, 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 don't, 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 um, James yeah, is literally It's, it's, it's just it's about, about Titanfall. Uh, Lee Scovel, your, Dave, James, your view is bullshit. David, no, it wasn't. James, stop attacking me! Uh, <laughs> which, which is a particular <laughs> highlight of mine. Um, that's it for follow-up. If you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod or oh, the Computer Game There's Show. There's loads of other bits here. So you're, you're missing all this out. Matt, because you just want to like focus on my mess ups. No, no, no. And you, you, <laughs> if you've got you've more skipped games, tons of I mean, this. I've, I've added everything to a doc tonight. So if there's more, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't add it. Yeah, it's in the doc. There's the heavy rain stuff. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, so yeah, I, actually, yeah, I, I had to skip that because it didn't work with the flow. Yeah, actually, the heavy rain <laughs> bit was amazing. So um, Gary Dutton tweeted in um, July six, eleven twenty three in the morning, in caps. I had no fucking idea you could save Jason. Um, I mean, what, what a shock that was. Um, Adam Holy Moses, young Hemingway on Twitter, same here, and I'm still doubting myself. Um, Barry Mitchell piped in, even I started to believe it, and I've already played it. Um, let's see. Then Gary tweets, at two minutes past two in the morning, the next day, oh, I got Farley, didn't I? So that that, that was a solid 12 hours where, where Gary Tootin believed you could save Jason. Um, yeah, so Gary, if you sorry. didn't listen to the end of the last podcast, uh, we did reveal to James uh, that, uh, yeah, you could, uh, it, it, there's no way you could actually save James. I don't know why I was obsessed with lying to you about that. I just thought it was really fun. It was quite well done, to be fair. I mean, but you're, I mean, the excuse though, saying like, oh, he had a broken leg or something. Also, I meant to say that Sean had a broken leg, not, not. Ethan, but mm-hmm. Matt thought that I was saying that Ethan got a broken leg and he got kicked out, <laughs> and then he slammed Duncan Ball no, in his face. No, 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 no I, I, I did, I did think that the kid had a broken. No, actually, I can't remember what I thought, but whatever it was, it was hilarious. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, he just breaks his leg and then divorce, isn't it? I just, you know, when you have um, what they call it, uh, like when you get a little bit bummed out when you've just had a holiday or something and then it's like back, life's back to normal. Mm. But like after the E3 stuff, I thought, oh, come on, just one more lie. Come on. <laughs> just one more <laughs> hit. Just, just one more. <laughs> just one more lie and I can fucking do I it. Need to f- I need to feel feelings yeah. again. <laughs> I need to feel the high again. There's going to be lies every week and then the lies are progressively not going to be good enough until we're actually saying, uh, James, everyone died. Uh, just, <laughs> just we have to ramp it up. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah, that's definitely for you. But yeah, again, so if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod uh, or the Computer Game Show at gmail.com. If you disagree with anything James has said in this week or any other week, uh, feel free to hit us up. And I cannot stress it enough, you need to watch James playing um, yes. uh, Heavy Rain. Yes, it's incredible. one of the best things If, if you don't want to see the, highlighted, uh, the highlights videos, and, and, and those are amazing, if you want to watch the full thing, they're on twitch.tv slash the computer game show. I think the archive is only up there for a month or maybe two months, but either way, if you want to watch the full thing unedited, you need to go to the Twitch channel 
to check I out. I wouldn't recommend it. Dave's editing is much better than the. Uh, it's otherwise it's just me wandering around and getting annoyed. It's, uh, <laughs> well, that's yeah. it. I mean, like you do actually legitimately get into the game at some point and 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 are doing things that it's asking you to do. Um, so yeah, there is quite a bit of like looking around, not doing much, but that's uh, that's part of the game. I guess. Uh, James, have you got another one planned that's not going to be before this episode goes out? Uh, no. In yeah, no. No, I'm thinking of doing it again tomorrow, so that'll be Tuesday, so oh, f- Ed will have heard this. Right, whatever. Okay, fine. Um, right, uh, should we get on to news? Yeah. Right. Let's uh, do it, Sean. Oculus Let's do it. Rift and Touch Bundle has just had a load of money knocked off it. It's now 399 quid, which is a thing. Yes, yeah, so I mean, it's still expensive. I mean, you still, it's still expensive, and you still need a ludicrous PC to go with it, but when you consider the cost of a PSVR and the camera and two move controllers... That's yeah. not. That's nah. so. This is only a temporary um, six-week reduction. Uh, but yeah, mm. this basically puts it currently half price of a Vive, and and certainly around the same sort of price as PSVR. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens over the next six weeks to see if this smashes sales. I mean, Oculus since the whole Palmer Lucky thing, um, they. they they they've definitely lost a lot of sentiment from developers um, of of the Oculus's mm. pure room scale, whereas Oculus needs a third camera to do that, and wasn't mm. I guess really built with that in mind. So Vive seems like it's the way that most people would would recommend to go. So this is a gonna be interesting to see uh, to see what what this does to the community. Um, yeah. How how is all this going now? Like VR in general on PC, is well, it like, still thriving or is it? Was, I mean, it, there was an interesting statement. Slow, but. Um, there's an interesting statement from uh, Unity's head of VR guy, um, basically saying, "Yeah, if you want to actually make money, probably don't bank on VR at this point." Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not a money making thing. Yeah, but yeah. Could, because again, like I said in, in previous other weeks, you know, we are we're like five, ten years away from VR mm. being what it needs to be to be mainstream. This is extreme early adopter stuff, and uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, just this the price. Be interesting what it does to the community. Yeah, I mean, but then we we. Sorry, Bob. Sorry, we did say before it came out that that's a risky proposition to make, isn't it? Because it wasn't being sold as early adopted stuff. It's not like this was being sold as, hey, this is beta equipment or anything like that. But what I'm saying is that the fear is that these headsets don't sell as many as, you know, you'd want them to, to secure future investment. Like, you're looking at someone investing in these things, and you go, all right, right, can you invest on our next Oculus, like Oculus 2.0 or whatever? Well, how much money did you make on the normal Oculus? Well, fuck all, but that was early. <laughs> but, but, and then they're going to go, well, actually, probably not going to invest then, am I? Hmm. I don't know. It's a risky thing to do, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and it yeah, might it? actually end up slowing you know, the production down on, on uh, virtual reality. Yeah, well, it's Facebook, I mean, isn't it? I mean, they've got tons of money, so they're probably not... I mean, because the whole true. thing with Oculus is that they were... Like, Facebook bought it because they were... Th- Why aren't they intending to use it not just for games? It's supposed to be for Oh, yeah, and uh, other they stuff are still well. definitely mm. intending to do that. I mean, even the last Oculus... Uh, the last... Uh, Facebook conference they did, they showed off loads of, of really interesting-looking social stuff you can do in VR. So Facebook are definitely looking to have it in other areas, not just gaming, because arguably other areas are probably Yeah, but they ain't, they ain't going to just keep completely piss money away non-stop, are they? They're, at the end of the day, they're a business, and they're going to want to make money at some point on it. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I but, do but, like but I think they spend ages like, doing that. I mean, look at Microsoft with the Xbox. They pissed money away for ages on that to try and get you know a foothold in. 
Yeah. It's you know, companies oh, do that. Also, I, I, I'm fairly sure Facebook knew that this was not going to be a, a you know a one year, two year thing. That they knew this was an investment for the for the patents for the technology for for the long haul. They, they got it for two billion, which in in sort of dot com uh, acquisitions over the last few years, that's relatively cheap. I mean, WhatsApp was like eighteen billion, and uh, Instagram yeah, but was. But WhatsApp is fucking massive. Yeah, but yeah, but Oculus has got fuckloads of patterns. So, yeah, so I, I, generally speaking, two billion isn't that much, and they knew it was going to be a long-term prospect. Mm. Um, I yeah, I it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. Yeah, it would be interesting. But yeah, for three nine nine, I mean, I know that's a lot of money, but I think that's it, massively inverted commas here more impulse by. You know, territory then say no obviously no, the headset is not an impulse buy thing at no, most prices. That is, that, that's not only a, a little bit more. Quid. Yeah, that, that, that's a bit more on a PS4 Pro. I, I, obviously, I'm not going to go out and just buy it, but 399 is definitely, hey, how this is, maybe I can actually get into VR. This isn't a 700 quid, 800 quid investment now. So, yeah, well, no, it, it still is if you want a PC that runs it, right? Yeah, yeah but no one's going to buy us without the PC. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's not just a, a 300, 400 pound investment. Okay, it's I, a lot more than but that. I'm saying if you're a PC gamer, which you sort of have to be to have Oculus, I think 309 is definitely something that might turn heads versus obviously the original 700 quid. So is this, is there still all that stuff with, you know, some games only work on Vive and some of them only work on Oculus and all that oh, stuff? Uh, yes. There is, yeah. Although Oculus, um, yeah, there's, there's this program called Revive, which you can get, which basically gets Oculus games on Vive. Um, and Oculus have flip, flip-flopped a number of times saying they want, basically want to have a, their walled garden and now apparently they're trying to do things to get games across both platforms because, you know, if VR is so in its infancy, having exclusive games per platform is not the way to go about building building VR as a platform. So yeah, it's really frustrating. It, but... um, like with Gear VR, right? There's just not a lot of games in it, and a lot of them are shite. Um, but apparently, Google Daydream is even worse. But and again, and, and again, it's just like, why are these two like? So you've got you've got Gear VR, and then you've got Google Daydream, which is also separate from Google Cardboard. Yeah, and it's like, why is it so fragmented? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're basically that's on Google do, the console that's what Google style. do though is fragmented stuff, isn't it? I mean, look at all yeah. their messaging apps and all that kind of stuff, which is horrible. Yeah, mess. all five of them. Are like yeah, fucking daft. Okay, cool. Next story. Uh, again, not a huge one, but just why is this not already a thing? Uh, Xbox One is getting a gift a friend feature. So when you, I, I cannot but, believe this has not happened. I mean. Yeah. Didn't you have? We could do this on 360, right? Because I seem to remember buying. Wasn't new games, it like Dave. it was just over like Christmas or something one time? Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, it was for. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it was either Christmas or Valentine's Day or something. They did something weird like that. So, like you know, I, I've I've done it loads of times on say iOS. It's and you, you it's, it's, it's crazy. I've done, I've still done it on the Xbox. Wii. The Wii let you do this. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it makes zero sense for them not to be able to do this. But yeah. then, well, I'm saying that. I mean, I guess there's the worry about fraud. But if you're leaving a paper trail, then what can you do? Yeah, you can like, still, I mean, you, you, you know, hacking into other people's things and gifting them. I don't think you can. No. Can you? No, 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 no you can do it on Steam. Um, I, I mean, I yeah, don't you can do it on Steam. I don't think any Nintendo platform since the Wii have allowed it. Um, yeah. Odd. Yeah, I mean, there must be a reason, and I, I can only assume that it opens up, uh, you know, hacking and frauds and stuff like, mm. literally gifting someone else, but um, I don't know, oh, I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I suppose I'm you thankful. could create a an, an Xbox Live account, 
with a fake oh, I'm giving people bad ideas but you can create an Xbox Live account with fake addresses and details then gift it to that account like hack into someone's thing gift it to them and then just take that console offline mm. and then what can they do they can't do fuck all then can they yeah. um so maybe that's what they're worried about that's yeah. why it hasn't been done in the past but uh, I'm glad it's here because I yeah many times I, I I will once it's up and live I will give you my um gamer tag not to friend me <laughs> I don't want to be your friend but if you'd like to gift me stuff then uh, that's all good fucking hell okay uh right so there was that <laughs> Splatoon 2 direct last week that we all it sort was. of we took, called it didn't we we all sort of took the piss um saying we didn't really know what they were going to show off unless it was maybe a bit of the uh, nintendo switch online app for your smartphone guess what they showed a bit of it oh it was literally like three seconds um so uh, i mean the, the actual splatoon 2 direct was was pretty run-of-the-mill like i am well excited about the game now but it basically just showed us a load of stuff we already knew pretty much i think there's also um, the, the test download you can you can get now. Oh yeah, um, so they're doing like the first Splatfest they're doing for Splat um, for Splatoon Two is actually before the game comes out and everyone can download the demo and have a go. So that'd be cool. See you on the fifteenth. Yeah, I mean, it loads up now as well. Like you can yeah, still you can walk just... around and all that kind of stuff, make your character and stuff. Draw stupid pictures, slagging off everyone on Team Ice Cream. Um, yeah, good, like it. Um, but yeah, they showed a bit of the app. Um, and it's weird what it seems to do. Um, so basically, it, created, it, it seems to make more us... questions than that's <laughs> what I, exactly what I was going to say. So they started like... they started talking about um, this sort of Splatoon two app, which was called oh yeah Splatnet two. That was it. Um, and they were talking Again, about that terrible and, saying, and confusing name. Yeah, it's not great. Um, and they're explaining basically it's like the sort of functionality you get on like bungie.net where it's like it tracks all your game or like the last 50 games you played i think and you can get all statistics see what gear people were using um stuff like that tracks all campaign progress you can like order in-game items through it um which dog shut up sorry um and uh yeah it's, it's the sort of thing that if it was in destiny you'd be well up for it so i'm i'm quite happy with it when it got confusing was when they were like oh and this is part of the nintendo switch online app so it's like hang on so is it a separate app or is it is there going to be like the main app that then just has like game specific bits in it which now appears to be what it is right that's... Yeah, I mean that. that the, when when I I saw you guys chatting about, it, I wasn't watching the direct live. Mm. Um, I saw you guys chatting about, it and I was like, "What? There's going to be an app for each game?" <laughs> but I thought it was pretty clear in saying that this is part of the the online app. You will have individual areas for yeah. the games that are linked to your account or whatever. Yeah. Um, that makes total sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, like I think that. I'm all right with it. The the one thing that also endeared me to the, the whole app thing a little bit as well is that apparently when you create a, a chat group or whatever, you can then share the link to it on like social media or WhatsApp or whatever. And I think that might actually be quite useful. It goes yeah, some, I mean, goes some uh, way that, towards uh, making up for the shortcomings of having to do this in the first place. It's but the kind of thing on. I can't believe that you can't do with the other platforms, to be honest, because it, yeah. it makes kind of sense, doesn't it, yeah. to be able to do that? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you can, you it, can through their app, you can do exactly that. Can you? Yeah, on, on both Microsoft and PlayStation, through the app, you can, I'm sure you can send them party invites. 
I don't think I've ever done that. I've, I've, I mean, I've sent people messages, but never. Well, how's that going to work exactly? So I'm, I'm on my desktop, my laptop, my phone, and I get a tweet from you, Sean, saying we're playing. What would I? Where would that link go? Would it just? Well, just open the app, won't it? Okay, so open the app on my phone. Okay. Yeah, how that then works with you loading the game up and joining me? I've no idea. I mean, Dave, you said it's cool that each of these games potentially have their own section. And yes, I mean, rather that than separate apps, absolutely. But when I've got, say, I mean, it's probably wishful thinking, but say 15, 15, 20, whatever, uh, Switch games I'm playing online, what I'm going to have to start scroll through 15 to 20 very separate sections of this one app. I mean, yeah, this is definitely better than the alternative of separate apps, but this is just, it's, an, it's just a bit annoying, isn't it? It doesn't. Well, not really. I mean, it depends how it organises itself, right? So if it's like the, um, you know, if it's like Mark's, uh, the Xbox or PlayStation, surely it would just put your most recent played games up to the top of the list. Okay. And then yeah. I mean, the that makes sense. The Xbox apps are both fucking, they're so slow, aren't they? They're rubbish. I mean, they are the mm. worst apps mm-hmm. I've got on my phone, probably. Um, so I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. I just hope it's. Like it, even though it's like it's you know unavoidably going to be a bit of a pain in the ass, I just hope it's slick and it just works, um, which inevitably it won't. <laughs> well, the, but, those are know. definitely two phrases that I associate with Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, sure, so. hey man, the, the interface on the Switch is is spot on. So it is, yeah, and it, it's very clear they've taken a lot of influence from from smartphone yeah. Uh, yeah, OSs. So yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully, I oh, mean this is literally be a smartphone app, so. I'm ho- yeah. hoping it's going to be good. I mean, the, the, the Miitomo one was not good UI. No. Um, but yeah. Um, it took a year to yeah, load up. Saying that, well, I will say, do you, have you noticed that when you get like a friends invite or online update on the t- top left of the screen when you're in a game, mm. you can't touch it to go straight to your friends list? I've actually noticed there's loads of things you can't touch. Even on Splatoon, the Splatfest thing, it, there's a bit of a start where you select if you want to be a boy squid or girl squid. And mm-hmm. I just touched it because i i want to do that and you can't you can't select it with touch you have to use the See, stick that's the weird thing though because i i never touch the screen like ever <laughs> i always just use like even when it's like typing in things i just find myself using the, the sticks instead it's you know, i kind of forget that it's got a touch screen yeah I, yeah I use it sometimes but it's just weird when you see a menu and you would expect to be able to just hit the thing but yeah regardless um yeah, I, I thought it's whole Splatoon. Uh, I'll never get onto more of this, the app stuff in a minute, but yeah, Splatoon Two I think looks really, really, looks really, really good. It's just mm. a shame it seems a bit marred by, but by, by this whole app thing. But the, the app is coming out on the twenty first, the same day as the as the game, so that that's gonna be a fun experience. Mm. I mean, I'm, the game looks great. Um, I'm not like mega. I'm not definitely gonna get it, but the one <laughs> I want to get it more just to see the clusterfuck that is this app and the online system rather than the well, game. Because if, just... yeah, if I'm the only one that gets it, I'm just going to come on the show and be like, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. It works perfectly. Lads. <laughs> you, Don't worry, Sean. You can't say shit. I'm getting it. Don't worry. The online is incredible. I think I'm going to try Splatoon 2. I think I've made the decision that I'm going to do it now. But You didn't play the first one, did you? I just want to see. Have you, Matt? Have you, James? Have you got the Xbox app on your phone? I have, yeah. Have you got the notifications on? Yes. Why? What? And you haven't had a notification from me to come into a party? Uh, what? Just now? No. Yeah. Well, that's well, weird. Because I've definitely <laughs> had that when I've been offline. But um, I suppose the difference is, is that once you get that invite, you've still got to turn your Xbox on. Yeah. To maybe, join the party. Maybe that works if like your Xbox is in like standby or something. I don't know. What do you mean? You know, like if you're, you know, like you have there's two versions, you know, like two power states for the Xbox. You can either 
have it so that it's completely off or you can have it so that it's in standby. Oh, no, no, no. That doesn't make a difference. If it does it, it will send you a notification because I've had them before. I think the difference is, is what I'm saying is that if I'm on a bus and I get an Xbox Live invite to join a party, I can't do anything about it. But with the Nintendo one, I could literally join the party yeah, and say, I'm on a bus, out. what are you doing? Mm. And that stuff's pretty Speaking good. Of that headset, no, just use it as a normal phone. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Speaking of, but I, 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 again, I want to get the whole fucking kit and caboodle. I want to get that ridiculous headset just to... Why are you doing <laughs> that? Why? Because no I want to see how the headset even offering that here. I've not seen no, no, anywhere no, that's, that's the thing I was going to ask. Like, I, haven't, I haven't seen any pre-orders for that. They've obviously mentioned that in Japan, but it seems that right now at least, and maybe any listeners who have found it can let me know, but I haven't found it for pre-order over, in, over here in Europe at all. So... Mm. But I guess I was using. So, I use my see, phone. I remember. I remember this discussion because then I remember Sean was was pretty positive about this because he was saying about yeah, this, this mm. looks this looks like a great system and I was like no a great <laughs> system would be just doing this on the switch. This hang on, be, hang on. Can be... we just, let's just roll back here. I never said the headset thing was good. That was fucking atrocious. <laughs> That's, please don't get that mixed up. Um, yeah, no, I, I I always admit admitted that the whole like getting game audio through it is impossible and that is a problem. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm sort of hoping that being able to just send people a link on WhatsApp or whatever, that might make it sort of bearable, like, because that would be this quite is, handy. This is right. This is the, here are the questions that I got on things that it needs to do, right? right? First of all, on iPhone, I don't know how it works on Android. I think Android multitasking is a lot better. Mm. On is, iPhone, yeah. multitasking is a bit touch and go. Mm-hmm. On the iPhone, the audio has to work in the background. It just has to. Yeah. It can't. So... If I'm using the Nintendo app, I should still be able to text my friends on WhatsApp and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I'm pretty confident it will do, but you never know. Yeah. The second thing is that it needs to fully support Bluetooth de- devices, yeah. which sounds insane, but Discord doesn't. Well, no, no, and that's Discord literally does, a chat but there, there is, it, it doesn't no, 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 matter. Well, no, it's worked for me, but I, I, since you've been harping on about this problem for ages, which I didn't have, but you did, I looked into it, and basically this has been a an ongoing niggling thing that lots of people have had, some haven't, some have, but it's like an ongoing issue for Discord for ages apparently that some phones or some for some in, some instances, if you go into sleep mode, it cuts audio. I've had it where it hasn't had that, but clearly there is an issue right, but with it's, Discord. It's consistent with me, so it's clearly a problem with either the codec that it's using or, I don't know, there's something I, um, wrong with the Bluetooth. Are you holding the phone the right way, Dave? Matt, come on, mate. <laughs> you, you, you know better than that. Um, so it needs to it needs to do that. There's also uh, I think there's a big confusion with me on how invites are going to work on it. Like, how does the phone know what server you're in, and like when you invite them, are they going to you're going to be able to like? Is it going to be like that? You go into somewhere where you can invite someone, and then you have to wait for your phone to pick up that you're in this area, then you can send an invite, mm. or is it going to be unrestricted like most of these things? where you can just, like, wherever you are, it'll put you in the lobby. Can I join you like I do in with my friends on Xbox Live? Can I just click your name and say join? Um, what like what are the parameters? And we won't know until it's out. Yeah, so, that's the thing. Um, Normally I would say, well, I would assume this, or I would assume that, but you can't do that with Nintendo because yeah. <laughs> if you assume it will probably be incorrect. Well, you couldn't do that with anyone if they were changing their stance to uh, do yeah, it all through your phone. I guess. Mm. But no one um, else would because it's ridiculous. And and we all know what it's like using phones for um for audio like conversations and stuff. It's it's a battery eater. Um mm. and I know that I'm gonna have to have my phone plugged in when I'm using this app and it's it's that stuff that you know, a lot of people are saying, Why are you being so negative? I'm like, it's just stuff that I don't really wanna have to think about. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. When I'm playing online with my mates. And and because of this new system uh, and because of so many questions, it's, it, it's making me think about it. And it's just, oh, I can't be, you know, it, it gets to a point where I just think, can I really be bothered to go through this? Yeah, I mean, if someone's getting put online to play a game, it's enough of a ball leg as it is. I mean, everyone's got busy lives and whatnot. But mm. then adding this, at least... If we do all get together, it's literally just like PlayStation Party done and we'll play some Rocket League or whatever and it's fine. But on this, it feels like this does sound like an amazing, uh, really fantastic game. Everything that's all in that direct look brilliant. looks really, really in-depth. Loads of stuff you can do in terms of upgrading gear and, and guns and whatnot. It looks really brilliant. And I reckon if you had a bunch of mates all playing it, it sounds amazing. But uh, I, do, I just worry about, you know, if, if this is too much of a ball lake that people aren't going to bother and then that's just going to affect uh, mm. the enjoyment I could get out of it. The thing is, I mean, Nintendo don't really care about this, do they? I mean, this is their third. This is their third stab at it, at like you know, like on a console, like doing online, and it's always clearly sort of like an afterthought that they're not really that bothered about. But that's a, that's a joke because then games like this, I just won't bother buying. You know, if I knew and Nintendo had a rock solid online service, yeah, I'll definitely get it because I know loads of people will get it, and I know it'd be great to play. Whereas this, this is a bit of an issue for me. I mean, I I probably will end up getting it, of course, but this is like, oh well, if the online isn't going to be, you know, really smooth and easy to use, am I really going to be bothered? You know, they need to get their ass in gear if they want people to start buying their games, especially games but- like this, which is very multiplayer focused. Is it also because, like, the core market, like, if you look at, like, Japan, they're not really, they, I don't know, maybe I'm completely wrong about this, but they're not so bothered about, like, voice chat and stuff like that in games. So mm. if you're not really bothered about that, then this is, doesn't matter, does it, really? I, I guess not. But if it's just a nightmare just to play with your mates, regardless of more voice chat, then it's an issue. God, we took, we've, we've spoken yeah. about this app more than any way, game yes, ever. The, the, the app's out, well, and the game's out 21st, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah, and the app's out the yeah, same day. I, I so wait, that'll sorry. definitely just work right out of the box and there won't be any problems. Yeah. yeah. I can't see a load of people kicking off on Twitter at all. No. Right, okay. Is that is that it for news? That's it for news. Cool. Um, should I st- I'll start this week. Uh, I've got a few things to talk about. First of all, a uh, bit of a quick one. Uh, we logged into Rocket League to find out that the year two content had dropped. And uh, we were talking about what the future for Rocket League was going to be like if there was going to be a second one, a huge contact, uh, content pack. Uh, I think their year two update is quite a statement to say, no, there will not be a Rocket League 2. Uh, and no, there's not going to be a big content update that you have to pay for. I mean, I mean there will um, definitely be a Rocket League 2. There will definitely be one. It's just yeah, not right but now. I'm not not in recent. Like I'm thinking five years down the line, maybe. Ooh, sounds not, like an app bet. Uh, no, I'm not confident okay. enough to make an app bet. I don't make app bets willy nilly like James, James does. Um, which I won. I don't think we mentioned last week. I won another app bet because there's no VR game to come out on PS Plus, and he said August. So fucked it, James. Um, yeah, no, it's it's clearly set up now for you know this in-app stuff and cosmetic stuff. Uh, I don't it, well, Sean, you wouldn't have seen, but mm. so it's not just your car you can customize anymore. It's pretty much everything from engine noise to goal <laughs> explosion. Everything's in there, um, and I like that. It's fine. The more customization, the better. If that's how they're making their money, fine. I don't mind paying the odd quid here and there to get something different on my car because I'm still playing it constantly. I'm totally cool with that. The only issue that I had is that they changed the default engine noise to a really irritating sound. Um, 
and instantly I thought, oh God, this isn't a way for them to try and force you to buy engine sounds. But I had 10 unlocked off the bounce, so okay. I changed it to a more pleasing one straight after that. So uh, yeah, I don't really like that they've changed the menu systems and how you get into games. Right, I don't really like now? changes that made to that. But Do you know what I think? It looks nicer, UI. but it's... It, it, it's a little bit more confusing and I suppose after a while I get used to it but yeah, it seems new. like yeah well there's that and it just kind of everything's everywhere whereas before it was just like this little drop down menu that made a lot of sense now there's huge icons and stuff and you just I found I found myself like second looking at where I should be clicking mm. to get to where I want to go um, like for example if you want to go it, it defaults you to casual play and you have to hit one of the bumpers to flip it to, to uh, ranked mode, yeah. which is weird because I only ever play ranked mode. It's like, I don't know, whatever. doesn't matter. Rocket League is still brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I finally um, ponied up some cash and bought some keys um, to open, open those crates. I've had these crates in my sort of inventory in Rocket League for months now. And I thought, oh, oh, oh you know what? Feeling flush. Oh, I'll spend some money. So I dropped three ninety nine for five keys. And um, I, I got confused, actually. In my naivete, I um, thought that one key opened everything that it said was going to be in that uh, that trunk. Not the case. You get two shots of any one of the number of items that are in that trunk. Um, either way, I got some cool... Uh, <laughs> I was going to fuck it. Decals. I was going to fuck it again, Dave. Yeah. yeah what did you call decals. it the other night? Decals. Decals. I got some decals. Oh, have you changed your decal, Dave? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you changed your decal? <laughs> like, do you anyway, mean decals? I got that? some sick decals. Um, yeah. Still still a very, very good oh, game. Still the um, I've also been playing the Hot Wheels DLC for Forza. Ooh, I finally amazing. took the plunge because I had a bit of a gap in my gaming schedule and um, Harry had been a good boy. So I, I, I mean, Harry, in inverted commas, Harry. Heard, yeah, well, it's me as well. Everything you've heard about it is bang on. Um, the, I do have a few criticisms, but I, I just kind of want to skip over them quickly because uh, I'm very positive about this, although I haven't put as much time into it as I need to to fully form an opinion. But um, the, the sad thing is that Harry can't really play it because it is a lot more challenging, mm. whereas before you could just go off-road and drive about and all this sort of stuff. You can't really do that on this, obviously, because you're on these big, bright orange tracks. You can get off them, but then it's quite hard to, to get back on them. Um, also, I've been stuck more times than I have in the entire time I played Forza Horizon 3 and 2. Um, you can, you know, where they sort of bend off to the side and then go back down. If you ain't, like, driving, which is fine for me, because anyone else that plays is, if you stay on the track, you're fine. And if you're driving normally, you're fine. But when Harry was playing it, sometimes he lets go of the trigger and stuff, and the car just, like, rests on its side, and there's nothing you can do. Um, I I heard that there might be a way of sort of resetting your car. I haven't tested that yet, but what we've been doing is paying in-game currency to fast travel back to the the sort of hub area, which has been a bit of a. So you uh, can't just rewind like regular Forza Horizon. You can, but if you don't catch it quick enough, then no, you can't. If you know what I mean, there's a limit to how far you can rewind, and sometimes if I pop out of the room, very specific criticism but it's you know it's my experience what can you do um and also there was something a little bit i was a little bit disappointed with when you go to the hot wheels island it kind of feels like it should be a completely separate new game Mm. like that you end up with none of the cars in your garage and you have to build up your cars again with just hot wheels cars that's not the case you 
can enter most races and if the cars that in your garage so I've got like hundreds of cars in my garage and I can just enter and use a normal car and I think some people would prefer that but for me I kind of felt well it kind of takes the sort of progression out of driving around and doing these races on the Hot Wheels tracks I, I wish I could build up to better and better Hot Wheels tracks and then maybe once I complete it all the challenges and all that it says okay now you can use all of your garage cars and on on this thing um because now it just feels like an extra area rather than a completely new bit of content if you know what i mean like it, it, it when you played the fast and the furious game with forza horizon 2 you had to just focus on what cars were in the forza horizon pack uh it, sorry in the um uh fast and furious pack uh in this you sort of get everything off the bat and it it feels yeah it feels like it takes it takes it away from it a bit um but other than that man god that it looks incredible i mean to see just like a normal island like you usually see in forza horizon but with these huge structures everywhere it's absolutely stunning to look at and um although it doesn't feel massively different from racing around it's a hell of a lot of fun doing the loop the loops and the big uh, half pipe tracks and all that sort of stuff it's it's really good i mean i'm glad i bought it and i'm going to be spending a lot of time on it it's like well worth the money there's just a few tweaks that that hold it back from being like properly incredible for me uh, how does and, it and feel I'll, to compare to trackmania completely different like trackmania well i suppose uh, no it, it still feels like forza it does it never a point does it feel like it's getting wacky other than the tracks that you're riding on um and you know it's like cunning stunts felt like grand theft auto physics in this this feels like forza horizon driving on these tracks rather than them changing anything to try and make it feel different because you're going upside down and you're doing these like uh wild turns and stuff so uh yeah i mean if you like forza horizon then then this is an absolute banger of a DLC. Um, and the detailing is just so good. I mean, I don't know if you've seen recent, recent Hot Wheels tracks, but they use this like really sort of easy to identify clips with uh, the create a little circle in the middle of the track. And they're all on there. And I thought, oh, that's cool. They've put the little connectors in there. That's great. But then when you look at the underside of the track, it's got the whole connections underneath as well. And you just think that is, it just looks like, because obviously Harry's been playing with Hot, Hot Wheels tracks for like a, about a year now. And it's weird, weird how it looks exactly like that stuff in this game. It just, yeah. I'm I'm well impressed with it. I can't wait to play more. Um, I've only got like a couple of Hot Wheels cars unlocked so far. So, oh, and there's more barn finds, which are always good. I love those barn finds uh, where there's like a beaten up car hidden around in in this area, and you've got to try and track it down, and 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 then you get the car. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it we'll did look good. But Sixteen that. quid. I, yeah, I I know it's probably quite tight of me, but it felt like it's a bit expensive. But um, it did it did look really well, good. Well, it depends how. Yeah, it depends how much you're going to be playing, and yeah. I'm going to be playing it for a long time. So, um, but yeah, still early impressions. I've probably put about two hours into it. We'll see where it goes from here. But I'm loving it at the moment. Um, but the main game I've been playing this week is Grow Up because it was on the Games with Gold for this month. Um, I had no, well, I had an idea of what Grow Home was about, uh, which was, you know, it was to me it seemed like a 3D platformer where you grow plants to do stuff. Um, I didn't play Grow Home. Grow Up is 
reading reviews and stuff, it's the main criticism seemed to be that it's kind of more of the same. Mm. Uh, but but some of the changes that they made to it, people didn't really get on board with, and they're, they're adamant that that Grow Home was the better of the two. Well, Sean, you've played them both, haven't you? Yeah. What 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 were the major changes between the two? And do you think it was an improvement or? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I I really like the second one. I so the main changes are basically the world's much bigger, um, and um, you get this. You have this ability to like any plant you find, you can sort of download it and then just like chuck out copies of it. And all the you know, there's like some that you can just climb, but then some like catapult you and and stuff like that. They all have sort of different properties. Um, so yeah, that was totally new. Um, and Which yeah, explain basically, what the premise of the game is, right? Probably, mm. sort of. Yeah, I mean, mm. I was I was kind of getting to that when I was saying about what I thought the game was because when I loaded it up, I was like, "What?" For starters, I thought it controlled absolutely horrendously. <laughs> like when 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 he was walking about, and then you were changing directions, and he was still walking. Yeah, it feels like, like in, sometimes. Like, I mean, I've only played. <laughs> actually, I've, actually, I've only played Go Home, but um, yeah, it felt quapish, which I didn't mind. But yeah. Well, which it's not because it, you have got more control over it. It's just so like insanely floaty. I was mm. kind of like, "What is it?" Also, I didn't. I thought it looked like shit. Um, what? And I'll get to it, okay, Sean. Okay, don't worry. Okay. Just hold back <laughs> <laughs> on your leash. Um, and uh, and the, the climbing mechanic, I had no idea that was a thing. And I was kind of like, "What is it making me do?" And it felt like it felt like it didn't work. I'd be climbing up mountains and then just dropping, and thinking, "What? The, what is this? I don't understand it." So I turned it off and said, "I'm never going to play that again. That is a piece of shit. Everyone's wrong about that game." Um, and then late that night, I I sort of stuck it on again just to see what I could find. And ever since, man, it it is just I love it. I and let me explain. Firstly, I it, it looks a total mess until you start messing around with the world and growing stuff, yeah. and you realise why it doesn't look so like why it's so um, stylized the way it is, and that's because you need the draw distance. Yeah. Because when you get higher and higher and look down on what you're creating, it's a real sort of one of those moments in it where you go, holy fuck, mm. right, okay, I get this now. So you I get, get like proper like vertigo, this. don't you? Like not well, just... it's not so much vertigo. It's one of those stunning things like... I, it's not the same feeling, but it's kind of like the giraffe in in uh, the Last of Us, where you kind of you look back at it and it and sort of stop for a little bit and just mm. go, "Whoa, that is pretty in a very unique way." Mm. You know, all those little vines that you're growing out and all that stuff. When you look down on what you've done, mm. and it's you you can you remember what you were doing lower down by the shapes you're creating. You're like, I remember dragging that vine out to that island and then running around that island. I remember doing this, doing that. Um, and yeah, it really blew me away on that side. Um, as for the climbing stuff, I clearly was just pumping each trigger, which doesn't work because you've always got hand, have to have a hand gripping on something. Once I realized that actually just tapping each trigger doesn't work and you have to like get in some sort of rhythm yeah. between flicking between both, but at, some point always having one held down that made a huge difference uh and then the abilities that you unlock uh throughout the game mm. so the idea is you're, you're this little robot you've you've um spaceship has crashed you need to find parts to put it back together that's as far as i know i don't know if that changes along the way but as, as far as i know that's that's what you've got to do and there's like eight or nine pieces that you've got to find across this world but they're all on these big floating islands um and there are various different ways that you can, it, it kind of lets you 
get to these islands in in whatever way you want you can either pick up like as sean says scan plants that'll help you fire up into the air and use a glider to try and glide over and then climb up these mountains or these huge what they call star plants that grow and grow and you can grab a bud and control where the vine is growing Mm. Uh, and you create these huge towers of of uh of plants um like sprawling all over the world uh and that's the sort of the fun side of it um making these big sort of monstrosities really and then looking down on what you've created uh that's the sort of enjoyment i'm getting out of it uh, also with the control and how floaty it is totally makes sense when the once the abilities are start unlocking mm. you know gliding and air braking and stuff like that um you can fuck around with the physics of that game to sort of like fly forward and then glide out in onto an island that you would never have been able to reach before. Um, and the further you get into it, the more crystals you find, the more power you get. Uh, so you can use your jetpack for longer or you can have a better working jetpack and stuff like that. Um, so the more you play, the easier it gets to control. Um, and the more incredible the world looks around you. So, st- I, I mean... I've thought about it nonstop since it started clicking for me and I, I'm getting that feeling now of getting excited to load it up. It's kind of like Zelda, kind of like, mm. I wonder what's over there. I'm going to find out a way to get there. And when I get there, I'm satisfied how I got, like I look back on where I came from and where I am now and just go, holy shit. There's an actual line of where I've like how I've got here. And it's, yeah, it's that satisfaction. Um, Yeah, I I suppose I found this really interesting because I hated it at first, hated it (laughs) and thought I I do not understand why people like this. And so quickly when it clicked, I was like, actually, this is special and I'm I'm loving this. I'm just interested to hear what people think of it compared to the first one, because I mean, playing this without knowing anything about it must have been pretty incredible when uh, Grow Home come out. Um, But when Grow Up surely some of that magic was lost going into it again i don't know like I, I so i really like both of them um but basically the first one so you just have one star plant and that's it you're just growing that and you're getting basically your ship your ship hasn't crashed your ship's like still in orbit and you fall into the planet and you're just growing your way back up to the ship and then that's it um and like you know you can finish it in like four hours or something and it's it's really nice um but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I thought um, Grow Up just really perfectly expanded on that. and uh, It feels like that. It definitely yeah. feels like that. Because yeah. when, when I was first looking at it, I thought, I bet the first one there was just one star plant. Mm. Uh, and the idea was to get as high up on that as possible. Yeah. And the stuff that they've introduced to sort of gamify it a little bit more um, seems really good. Yeah. Um, although I, I'm not... Did you do many of the pod challenges? No. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of avoiding them. <laughs> yeah, the ones Every that time basically just like little checkpoint races, right? Yeah, 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 and I just kind of think, uh, I don't really... But it's fine. It doesn't feel like it, it punishes you because I think that's just for cosmetic stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's not it's not a problem. Mm. But yeah, I, every time I've done one of those, I thought, actually, that's not even fun to attempt, so I'm not going to do it again yeah. uh, and just continue with doing what I'm doing. Uh, but yeah, fucking good, man. Yeah, James, you lasted three seconds, was it? Yeah, well, I had, no, because I had the same kind of experience that you did. Like, you know, because you said you when you started it, you kind of didn't see what the point was and sort of just switched it off and then went back to it later. I haven't gone back to it, so maybe I should. 
and yeah, it doesn't do a good job of explaining what you should be doing mm. um at all really and i think maybe a little bit more direction because it feeds you a load of things that you can do but doesn't highlight that the main thing you need to do is find these parts do you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like that's on a level with doing the pod challenges, and that's not the case at all. Your main focus is finding these parts uh, and abilities, and it, it never really singles that out. It sort of hopes that you work out that that's what you need to do. And it's pretty obvious when you think, oh, yeah, my ship's crashed. I need to put it back together. Surely that is the main task. But because it's chucking so much stuff at you at the start, it never really sticks um, but once you sort of get over that and realise that that's the main objective, then uh, the whole game starts to make sense. And especially when it was, again, the same with growing the buds on the star plants, that seems as important as scanning objects. And it's not, that's like growing the buds is like one of the main bits of the game. Um, but it never really spells that out to you and it just it sort of chucks it in with a load of other stuff so you have to kind of try and work out what it's asking of you at the start and and for me not in a good way because it just seems a little bit buried rather than just giving you enough to go on um so yeah that's that's why i was so weirded out when i first started playing it but man god it's so easy to fall in love with after that once you realize what you're doing it's it's properly good so i think that's still on games with gold Maybe I think there might be yeah, just a couple of there, days left with it, is it? Because yeah. it's not it's not July's game, is it? Is it not? I thought it was. I thought it was this this month. Or maybe maybe it is. Maybe it is. So download it if you've not played it. It's, it's well worth it. Uh, I know a few people that have said that they struggled with it really early on because they didn't understand it, and and now they're absolutely loving it. So uh, yeah, I'm going to be playing that for the rest of the week. Yeah, I, think. I played the first four or so hours of the first one and really enjoyed it, but I just didn't go back to it for whatever reason. But um, mm-hmm. I'll, I might download this and see what it's like. I, I mean, those people who I listened to who loved the first one that never really got on with this one as much. But um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what it's like. Cool, and that's it for me. That's what I've been playing. Um, should we go Matt? Let's go yeah, Matt. Has haven't played a lot this week, so I spent uh ah. twenty four hours uh, making a stupid animation. I I did <laughs> um, play and finish uh, the Last of Us Left Behind DLC. It's only it only takes about three hours or so to finish, but I I, I enjoyed every single minute of that thing. Uh, I'm obviously not going to spoil it. Cause it's short enough as it is, um, but it basically has a a story that runs parallel with the uh with the story from the main game. Um, it doesn't really um. I was really hoping it would uh, give you a bit of a sneak peek behind other elements of the of the main story, but it it really you wouldn't really know this story was going on, um, and and vice. So, so it's not like oh, I wonder if it unveils that mystery or one if it refers to that part of the game. It, it does refer to a part of the game, but but it's it's not like you you would even have ever considered that this would be another storyline uh, that runs alongside. It doesn't really add a lot, but it's nice how it's that's how it's woven in woven in. It was just. It's just really super fun to get back into that world. I mean, it, just hearing the music, just, just seeing the characters. I mean, I'm not sure how old this DLC is. Um, it must be, what, like three three years or so since Last of Us came out? It's a fair while, but it, it still it still feels fresh. It still looks great. Um, it's, still, it's still great to play. And it, 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 that, that got me so excited to, to play, to, to, to see Last of Us 2. And it makes me want to play The Last of Us again, although I've got plenty, plenty more things to do instead. It's weird because the the main sort of praise that this was getting was how good the story was. It, it would 
do you think it, it oh yeah no no it, it's it, a decent it, story um, it does I, mean, I wouldn't say it's mind-blowing I, I do remember at a time like seeing reviews for this saying it's stunning i mean it, it's basically a story of ellie and um this other female companion shall we say and it's it's it's, it's their it's their story for three hours really and it, it's it's really well written of course it's it's super it's super really super well acted um yeah it, it, it's, it's quite emotional it, it does it's really really good um but I, I I personally wanted it to unveil more stuff about the main game, um, but uh, it doesn't do that. But 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 what it does, it's a really really nicely told uh, story encapsulated in just three or so hours uh, of gameplay. But it definitely left me wanting more. And my God, I can't wait for the second one. I I just cannot wait. That's eagerly eagerly my most uh, easily my most uh, anticipated game. I cannot wait. Although that's what twenty eighteen twenty nineteen at the earliest, I guess at this point. But my God, I'll... was it difficult? Uh, no, no. I mean, I, I only played on medium difficulty. I'm sure if you had it on Survivor or whatever, um, it would be different. But no, uh, it's it's fine. Because if I remember correctly, I played the first one on easy mode because I just, you know, I'm not a stealth fan. Uh, um, yeah, the, the the main game's harder because this, although you do pick up loads of materials in this to make things like bombs and and, and whatnot, I, I, I rarely use them in all honesty. I, I had enough... Um, uh, rounds for my gun and, and other weapons i didn't really need to it, it wasn't like the other one it wasn't the main game we had to pick up loads of stuff to create first aid kits i mean i did do that for a bit but it wasn't like you had to stock up you had to really look at your resources again i guess if you played the, tough, the toughest difficulty uh that might change but um yeah i want to I, I do want to go back and play left behind uh, la, uh the main last of us because it's just so good and yeah the story is amazing my God, what a game. What a yeah. game. Definitely one of my all-time favourite games, Last of Us. James, you haven't played it, have you, Last of Us at all? Because you didn't have a PS3 uh, or PS4, but you need to you need to play that. I think you'll yeah, love it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something I keep meaning to get to eventually at some point, but it will happen. Yeah, it, that collection's been like 15 or 16 quid on PSN recently. I know the sale is now over, but if you see it cheap again, you've got to get it because it's, it's, it's incredible. And I, I envy you getting to play it again for the first time or getting to play it for the first time. Because it's just so good. Yeah, but I don't envy you playing the first three or so hours <laughs> the first time yeah, because that, that yeah, game does not start strongly. Poor start. Well, no, it's it's got an incredible opening. Then it's it's very slow for a bit, but yeah, well worth playing. Uh, that's about it. I play a bit of Rocket League. I've did loads of editing. I'm still playing disc driving, the usual stuff. Cool. All right, James. Um. Well, I played two things. I mean, obviously, I played Heavy Rain. Which, yeah, boy. Uh, <laughs> well, we need to hear I mean, more about well, because the thing is, I mean, I thought that this was a game that couldn't get more absurd, but then it kind of does. <laughs> I just keep going, mate. Don't worry about it. That's, yeah, that, that will I not mean, let up. But, but what are we going to do about spoilers? Because someone tweeted us actually in the week saying, I know you guys are talking about Heavy Rain. I know obviously James is, is streaming it, but um, are, are we just going to spoil it or what What should we do? What did we do last no, week? No, we shouldn't spoil it. I don't think we should spoil it. I don't think we did spoil no, it. No, I don't think we did, no. If this... we weren't lying through our teeth, uh, <laughs> then... You know, I I I, I don't know. No, I, I I don't think we should spoil. They talk around the spoilers. Yeah, really. Yeah, but that's really difficult because part of what I want to say about it being absurd is related to story stuff, which if I say now is going to ruin it for people. I think, which is annoying. Uh, well, maybe we'll do a spo- like to, when you're a little bit further into it, we'll do a spoiler bot section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you reckon? Or should we just wait yeah. till he's finished it and then we can just do like 15 minutes, talk about everything and then sealed off, done. Yeah, but we said we'd do that about Zelda about three years ago and uh, never got around to <laughs> no, it. Fair point. <laughs> no, no, we will do that. We will do that. It's a good idea. Okay, cool. 
I mean, I will. One thing I will say about it is that because I, I, I gather this is related to a killer, right? I mean, I've, you've seen how much I played, but I still have no idea really what's going on <laughs> with there being a killer. All I can see so far is there's just been an incompetent father, and that's that's been <laughs> the main focus of the thing has been that. And I mean, I only really care about Ethan's story because the other ones seem really dull, and his one is just crazy and funny. Uh, uh, unintentionally, the, the other the other stories get get interesting. I think they become more prominent later, yeah, but yeah. They, obviously the, that's the main sort of thrust of the game is Ethan at the start. So, but you yeah, like you'll Ethan's story because it's so ridiculous in the parts you played. Yeah, it's it's well, it's really funny. It's just really <laughs> really funny, and mostly because of the the reactions from people are just not. <laughs> they don't react how I'm expecting they're going to react, or how any normal person would react. I think, and that's what makes it kind of funny. It's um, I don't know. what was the funniest bit for you when when his son died or <laughs> when his wife left him. I, I'm trying to work out think... what, what your sort of comedy threshold is. James. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably when his wife left him because that was um, right, okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that was that was quite funny. Yeah, I mean that's why I wasn't. <laughs> that's why I don't understand why she wasn't more angry later. You know, it's like she, yeah, maybe in the police just, station. That bit is so yeah, good. Maybe she just sort of like resigned herself to the fact that he's a he's a fuckwit basically. And... <laughs> so, if you, so sorry, yeah, cause I don't know how far in you are, James. Have you have you played as all the characters yet, or are you still? No, he hasn't. Know. Okay, okay, he hasn't. Has right. he met Narman yet? <laughs> no, Narman Jaden. Who's Narman Jaden? Isn't he? Oh, the... The, yeah, the the police yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 he's mm. bit, yeah, he's met him. Yeah. Was that his name? Okay. His name his name's Norman, but just listen to the way he pronounces it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> James, yeah, James, you have played as him because you were sliding down the hill. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was that bit. Classic. See, that, bit. That, that's a brilliant bit, Sean. Because yeah. you know, you know, like when you go back down the hill and there's absolutely no incentive at all to follow the QTEs. Yeah. You might as well just let him fall down the yeah, hill. Yeah. It looks funnier. <laughs> it's just him sliding all over the place. <laughs> and uh, but it's also pretty funny when he gets to the top and he's like, it's like he's sort of climbing a mountain and he's got to the top. It just looks ridiculous. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, because you do see, you see, don't you, where it's like, ah, like, like rock climbing, like, and each hand, you know, all he slips a bit, and then, oh, he gets it back. And the end, and then camera pans out, and it's just this, like, little mound. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fantastic. The, he's not played as, what is it, Madison yet? Oh, yeah. Um, those scenes are going to be interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for him to stream those bits. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm looking forward to that, because it's yeah. just, I don't know, it's it's... It still just feels like a bit of a mess, and I, as yeah. I said, I can kind of appreciate what he's trying to do, but it's it's a mess. But it's a funny mess. It so is, I'm enjoying but you, it. Well, you got you've just got to remember that this was before Telltale. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But you say that, but then there were other. There's been other story games before Telltale ones that were good. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm but sure I think yeah, this was this was really trying but... to do like a modern take on your point and click adventure, wasn't it? Which you know that, that does have a lot of good ideas. For all its yeah, faults. and 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 people came out afterwards and did um did them better, did these ideas better, yeah. you know. Um, but this was like a real push for, hey, we want to create a game where there's no game over. If you fuck up and die, the story continues with that character dead. Like that was the sort of main thrust of it. Mm. Um, and to a large, well, to a point, that is true. There, mm. there were loads of opportunities for characters to die. Um, but there is a bit of smoke and mirrors there as well. Yeah. So if you don't look 
behind it you know if you don't go if you're not going on youtube constantly to find out what your other decisions would have led to then i think you'll you'd really enjoy it and go in knowing that the characters can die at points that it's... okay what was his game after this what came next Oh, beyond. I was going to ask about that. Is so, that okay, so did, did he did he learn then from these mistakes? Oh no. my god, no! Absolutely. That is <laughs> brilliant. Well, well, that's the next one you're it's streaming. So bad. I, I own that I like actually. To, so I do actually own. You've it got already, to play. So. Yeah, you've got to play Beyond Two Souls because I, it just. I mean, I liked Heavy Rain. I come under a lot of criticism, and a lot of it fair. A lot of it I thought was a little bit unfair, but. Um, you know, I tried to argue it's corner. I enjoyed what I played of it, and um, and I think it, people did sit up and take notice. And games like Telltale, uh, The Walking Dead came out after that, and um, I think you know, uh, Life is Strange was somewhat inspired. Mm. Um, you know, it's that sort of game, and that felt like the first time that that sort of game was done. And I thought it was a successful successful experiment. Yeah, Beyond Two Souls is awful like it is it is terrible um and there was i think there was one scene on it that i quite like no in fact i quite like the ending to that game but the rest of it there's so much weird shit in it that feels like completely unfinished i don't want to spoil anything but there's (laughs) there's a bit where loads of people die and at the end of the scene they're there in the scene (laughs) And I'm right. not sure if it was a fuck up or they were implying they were ghosts. It's <laughs> it's weird, it mate. It's, it's bizarre. See, I, like, you know, the whole sort of running joke that David Cage sort of wishes he was just making films. Like when you play Beyond Two Souls, it's like, oh yeah, like he literally, if he could just make this as a film, he would have. Like it just your interactivity with it is so scarce. But I don't um, think they'd be very good films. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the problem is they'd be laughed out of any Well, that's the thing. Someone needs to do a Kickstarter where they actually actually properly film and make these games for us films. That would be hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, but you're missing the major major hook of the game. The the major hook of the game was you're deciding what's happening to these characters and your actions affect the story. Yeah, yeah. but you can't do that in a film. I know, but the thing is, is I know it's unfair perhaps to compare this to like telltale stuff but i just i always just think back to like that first season of walking dead and it's like the quality of the like the dialogue that is going on like between the people it doesn't matter that it looked a bit ropey sometimes and everything or that the interactivity wasn't that great it was the dialogue that kind of hooked you that's the problem with heavy rain the dialogue is so bad and it's so poorly delivered that it's it ruins it as as that kind of experience for me so far are you doing the thing where you can listen to your character's thoughts Sometimes I often forget to do that. Yeah, because um, it's uh, yeah. That seems really dated now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I, I was watching James do that in a couple of bits, and I was like, like when uh, Jason went missing, and he pressed one of the buttons, and uh, Ethan said, um, "I have to go downstairs quickly to fight. Otherwise, <laughs> Jason will be lost in the crowd." And I just thought. What kind of fault is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's, just... it's such a weird feature because on the like on the one hand, like the words he's saying make sense, but if that was you, the only thing going through your head would be fuck, 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 fuck. Where is he? Yeah, fuck exactly. <laughs> uh, it's it's a bit dumb, yeah. but what can you do? Yeah. Just try and enjoy it because mm. I think yeah. you will enjoy it if you if you give it, you know, if you overlook its flaws. No, I, I'm definitely right. enjoying aspects of it. It's just um, it's interesting. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Next. 
So the other thing I've, I've played this weekend, which was uh, Wonder Boy: The Dragon's Trap. Oh yeah, and because this is this is the one. It's come out on PS4, I think. Pro- yeah. Is it on Xbox as well or not? I think it's I on know. everything, isn't it? Is it? Isn't it? Is this the one that came out on Switch? Yeah, as well? I, I got it on Switch because yeah. Yeah. I was looking for something different because I've I've run out. No, I wouldn't say I've run out of things to play, but you know, I wanted something a bit different, and I really wanted to play this because. The original is one of my favourite games on the Master System. And it's one of those games that I have no idea... You know, like, when you're a kid, sometimes you have games, but, like, you trade them with people and stuff. This is going to sound like I've stolen it now. Um, I don't know how I ended up with this game, but I ended up owning it, and I really, really loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, David, do you know... Did you steal it? No, I didn't steal it. Do you you know anything about this at all? Like, does any does any of you know anything about this? Not really. No. It, it is actually a remake, right? But it looks yeah. really nice. Yeah, I mean, it's basically uh, structurally, it's kind of a very basic, very early kind of style Metroid Castlevania kind of game, mm-hmm. but like really early, like as in it doesn't have the complexity of those games at all. Um, it focuses on this idea that you're <laughs> you're. It's so early that it's nothing like those games. <laughs> So no, it's still, no, it's, it still has the whole thing where you like explore the world, then you get like new powers that then can unlock other areas of the world and that kind of thing. I mean, basically, you're a you're a guy who gets cursed by a dragon, and you're trying to sort of you know return yourself to being human again. I mean, as Sean, oh, those I, bloody dragons, eh? Oh, they Ridiculous. fucking take the piss, don't they? It gets worse because you get like sort of cursed by progressive numbers of dragons. Actually, <laughs> oh my and, god! You know, I, if there's one thing worse than getting cursed by a dragon, it's being cursed by a bloody bunch of them. That's what it does by night, and they fucking fly over here, curse all over here, fucking mugs a lot of them, sick of them, kick them out, go on. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh, <laughs> so yeah, it has that whole sort of you know unlocking unlocking other areas and uh, you know so that you can you know visit them and stuff. But as Sean said, the the remake, I mean, it just looks and sounds like absolutely amazing. It's it's so like nice to look at and the the sound like what they've done with the with the music is amazing as well because it's like sort of orchestral as well, like taking the original soundtrack and sort of just you know doing that to it. And it's the animation on the characters which is just really wonderful and. What you can, you can do that thing as well that you can often do with these games where you can switch between like the original visuals with the sound and, and the, uh, like the new version. And it's just unbelievable. Like you look at it and you're just like, I can't believe, you know, <laughs> this is like, you know, that they've, you know, it's become this. Um, but the one of the things. How quick is the switch when you press it? It's like instant. Yeah. It's pretty instant. Yeah. That's always insanely impressive when then, mm. when that happens. It's yeah. insanely impressive when you do it in, um, in yeah, Halo. Uh, was it in this Halo and stuff? Yeah. But in this, it's even more insane because it's like you're going from like eight bit to like sort of like hand drawn sort of like you know graphics. It looks it looks mm. amazing. I mean, one of the things that's really weird though is the sound because you know it's, it sounds really like the the original like the retro style. It sounds really speeded up, and I realise this is because the master system we had here it was fifty hertz, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, the speed. And so now it's like playing like the like the American version or whatever we've had, which is at like sixty. And it sounds like really speeded up and really fast, and which is a bit kind of odd. But you can even toggle. Do you remember like the Master System? It had there was a module that you could get for it in Japan, I think, which had like an FM synthesizer on it, and you can even like enable that if you want to, so that you can hear that sound. Oh, wow. This is ridiculous, but it's it the the attention to detail with this is really nice. I mean, I played and finished it over the weekends, and it still is brilliant, but actually harder than I remember it being. And the thing is, I've, I haven't really got anything right, really negative to say about it at all, because 
Yeah, I know. It's it's amazing because it, it fulfilled exactly what I was hoping it was going to be. And I mean, you could say, I mean, I'm going to say it again, but you could say it's short because it, I mean, it only took me like three or four hours to finish it. But Oh, what? Yeah. You're having but, a laugh and you're... But that, that's because it doesn't deviate at all from the original design, which was like that anyway. And it just oh, feels... It, I mean, they should have just made more of it, James, eh? Well, they probably should have done, but they didn't. James, you yeah. said this game was as good as Super Mario 64. Yeah, you did say <laughs> that. Now look. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> for, for you, like that, do his it? voice again. Do his voice. Right. No, go on. <laughs> go on. So I mean, it also has like sort of RPG elements as well, that. but it's kind of basic but functional. And one of the, it's got this really nice sort of touch at the end where, when when like the credits play, it's got pictures of the development staff for the remake, and the pictures of them are of them at an, at an age when the game originally came out. I assume. <laughs> So it's like they're like kids, you know, like, and it's got like That's pictures nice. of them from like yeah. when it first came out, and then it's also got pictures of the original like Westone team as well, like at that time, you know what, you know like what was going on then, mm. and I don't know the game, it just it did give me all the feels as it were. Nice. It's 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 just so nice to look at, and it's still really solidly fun to play as well. I mean, I would really recommend it. I mean, it felt it felt a little expensive because it's like about. It's eighteen quid, I think, on the um, on the Switch. Yeah, um, maybe a bit cheaper on PS4. I'm not sure, but it really fits so well with the Switch because in handheld mode, it just it looks beautiful. It's, as I said, I've got nothing negative about this. I just I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It's all right, James, and... you don't have to excuse yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm letting you down. I'm playing against my character. <laughs> I like the fact that this is the game. This is the one game. You know, any other game out there. He'll find science to fucking moan about, but this is the one game that he, he just fails to find a problem. I will say <laughs> no, because it was they, they fulfilled like every objective with this. It's it's perfect, you know, like as far as that goes. It's really good. I really loved it. It was really nice in the week getting tweets from people saying, "Oh, it." James sounds so happy playing Heavy Rain. Like, I haven't heard his laughter in years. Let's <laughs> uh, be quite quite happy about your yeah about, about your happiness in those streams, James. It's nice to hear you laugh. It's been all time. Um, James, we, we, in those pictures at the end, were any of them not born when it? Yeah, when well, like it one of them just a picture start. of their parents shagging or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> away. No, it's nothing like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Dad for, for... work. Dad for work. I, I need a picture of your testicle. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> no, so just, 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 just dad. I just need a picture of you winking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. Tip. I don't even know if that's like completely true. Like, as, as in, like you know that that is the age they were when it was developed because they, they were just kids. But oh, it, so it, it looks like that. News, it's so made it news. <laughs> It's, it's like his own end. narrative Classic now. CNN. Fucking computer game show brought to you by Breitbart.com. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> sad. But, so sad. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's really good. And anybody that is interested in this, seriously play it because it's, it's great. I mean, it was, it was either that or there was the other one I was interested in was the Shantae game that was out oh, yeah. on Switch as well, which looks kind of, not similar, but, you know, it's similar, yeah. kind of similar sort of structure. Yeah, yeah. But I went for Wonderboy, and I don't regret it. I think it's great. Cool. I wish if they're going to do remakes like this, remakes like this are fantastic. Like, I'm totally up for that. It's um, it's just clearly so much sort of love and sort of effort has gone into this, and it it doesn't feel like a sort of a cheap sort of like port kind of thing. It's brilliant. Mm. No, it's because uh, well, I've, I've had my eye on it. Um, but it was it was the price that threw yeah. me a bit, which is bullshit, right? Because like they say, it's eighteen quid. If it had been like fifteen, I probably would have got it. 
um, yeah, which is ludicrous. It's crazy, but, yeah. I mean, um, I got a voucher from somewhere, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm spending it on that because yeah. <laughs> so I thought I don't want to play that. <laughs> Great. Yeah, cool. Well, James, if you like revisiting old games, mate, oh, have I got the game for you? Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> if you can Check fucking find a copy, mate. <laughs> Jesus. Right, okay. Okay, then. Right, that's enough from you. Let's go to Sean. Right, before I do mine, quick question. Right, because you're banging on about Forza 3, and, and I've just been having a nosy. It's on the... Um, Amazon Prime Day deals. What is the difference between the Ultimate Edition and the Deluxe Edition? I have no idea. I've got the VIP Edition. Right. Uh, so there. I think uh, that's the Ultimate Edition. It, but see, if it's the Ultimate Edition, then all you really get is a bunch of cars to start off with, right. and um, every time you get a bonus. Uh, money-wise, it's doubled. Right. Um, which I really wouldn't worry about that. Well, it's just, yeah, because uh, the, the, the only ones that are on sale are the Deluxe and the Ultimate. So I presume Deluxe is... That's basically my question was, does either of these include a season pass? Well, I guess the answer is no to both, right? No, there is... I'm sure there's one with, like... A, no, that's it. There's one with a car pack. Yeah. The one uh, we've got where you get new pack. cars for every week. Okay. So you'll have an insane amount of cars. Okay. Um, but you don't need it. Just yeah. it takes kind of some of the some of the shine off it. Like you can work towards, uh, like you can find a car in the in the showroom and and work towards earning the money to buy it. Right. And I think that's a little bit more satisfying. Yeah. But yeah, you don't need it. I mean, the cars ramp up really quickly in that game yeah, anyway. Yeah. If you okay. need to install it, um, Sean, I think Chris Bound's got a great guide on it. Yeah. Well, if he's listened to this, probably like cursing me for even considering it. But I'm just—it's oh, cheap. It's thirty-five quid for the deluxe edition, which is—it's such a good game. As it's well. a really good game. Yeah, might happen. It's really good. Uh, right, I'll—I won't talk for too long. I've been playing Black Flag still. Um, it's, oh God. it's fucking great, man. Like apart from you know when it actually makes you do the assassin bits. I mean, some of them are all right. I just—I fundamentally hate like the controls, like the free running. Like, oh, just run through this doorway. Oh, he's grabbing a ledge above it and he's trying to jump. Oh, he can't get anywhere. He's just fucking... Oh, he's been shot. It fucking winds me up so much. Um, But just the... I've never found the fighting fun. Yeah, oh, the fighting's... Like, especially, you know, because I recently replayed um, Shadow Shadow of Mordor. um, And, like, that runs runs rings around Assassin's Creed, man. It's a fucking joke. Um, Like, it's the exact same style of combat. You know, it's that sort of... Uh, basically nicked from Batman. Um, like, you know, just sort of slashing away at people. Oh, someone's coming at you, do a counter. Some people you have to, like, break their guard first. Um, but it's just, it's so messy. Like, the animations are all over the place. It just feels really unresponsive. But, it, but in the context of all the boat stuff, it's fine. It's just properly good fun. Like that whole setup of just, you know, you, you blast away at a ship. When it, when it gets to a certain point, it's crippled. And then you board it and you jump over and you're battering people. Or, you know, depending on the size of the ship, there's like all these other like weird objectives you have to do. Like there might be a couple of snipers on the mass and you've got to like climb up and take them out. And it's just so much fun. And like even like, you know, I think it's about five years since it came out. Like technically, it's still so impressive that you can just do that. Like you're in this massive open sea, but then you can just go up next to a ship and like rope it in and then just jump over and start battering people on it. Like it's just absolutely fucking tremendous. Um, and when you start, like, you know, you get into, like, harder battles against, like, more ships, and you almost becomes this, like, weird resource management game, because every ship you board, 
and successfully like take over you then have the option of like you can lower your wanted level you can use it to repair your ship or you can like add it to your fleet so like when you're in a fight against like five other ships you'd be like right well i'll cripple these two easy ones first then i'll take on the big ones because if i start getting fucked by the big ones i can just quickly nip over board one of the small ones use that to repair me and then crack it and it's just like it's just so much fun but Again, this whole thing with, like, you know, they've announced this Skull and Bones, which doesn't appear to have any of the actual on-foot stuff. So you just, you board a ship, you press a button, there's a cutscene. And it's just... Yeah, but, I mean, if if the if the boat combat is something that you really like in Black Flag, I know you said also jumping from ship to ship is fun, mm. but is there not a chance that you might be interested in that? I, I feel like it's the fact that it works on those two levels that makes it as good and makes it more of the, the, the sum of its parts. Like, yeah. I feel like either one on its own is just nowhere near as good. Well, um, does Sea of Thieves interest you a bit more? Or? Sea of Thieves does massively interest me, yes. It's weird, right? Because I, d- I don't consider myself like into pirates at all. Um, and yet this and Sid Meier's Pirates... I like I've just put like fucking tens of hours into them, um. So the yeah, maybe maybe I really like pirates. Maybe you're, you're totally me coming pirate, out man. as a pirate fan. Yeah, um, could be, he's gonna be all over Johnny Depp. Yeah, now, mate. for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are those films any good? No, I've never actually seen one. <laughs> what, they're not. You talking about the um, Jack Sparrow and the oh, yeah, God, no, the, <laughs> the Jack Sparrow films. No, I've, I've never seen one. I just uh, they bang about fifty million of them. I'm sure. Out. I mean, they, yeah, like okay. the, the Pirates of the Caribbean films are they're, they're at that point where it's like so much money has been spent on them that it's kind of impossible to not enjoy them. But they are like just yeah, there's not there's nothing to them. They're just a spectacle and they're kind of funny sometimes. The first one is basically a straight rip of Monkey Island, so it's worth <laughs> it's worth yeah, watching. Just watch it, just the first that. one and that, then that's it. Yep. I'm probably not going to do trivia, right. trivia, <laughs> trivia. So the first Monkey oh, Island, uh, sorry, the first Pirates of the Caribbean film is a lot like Monkey Island, but Monkey Island was originally inspired by the Pirates of the Caribbean ride from Disneyland. Cool. Right. Okay. Um, let's. <laughs> let's what are we doing? What are we doing now? Emails, is it? Yes. Do it. Emails. Come on. We've got twenty James, minutes. We'll actually cool. do some of them. Read them in Matt's voice. Come on. Get your own back. I can't read quickly enough to do that. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> okay. You can say that. You can say that, Matt. Was that an epic, epic <laughs> smackdown from James there? Oh, <laughs> you you yeah, got me, yeah. girl. <laughs> I see that gif of that guy holding his face and <laughs> yeah. looking towards the camera. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Go David Baptiste says, following on from James absolutely despising Titanfall 2 for being too short, <laughs> what is the longest game each of you has played to completion? What is the longest game... What does that I mean? I guess the trouble is, like, you know, the longest games are the ones like, I guess, Skyrim, but things like Destiny, we put hundreds of hours in. I mean, yeah, like your open ended. The longest one. single player game. God, I can't even. I can't even think. I mean, I guess if you played Skyrim. I suppose but... Mass Effect 2. I've put like 60 to 70 hours into that. Maybe Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls is probably up there, um, but I've never looked at how many hours I spent on it. Animal Crossing, but yeah. you can't complete it. So exactly, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. Put of hours in, like Battlefield. You know, I guess Pez back yeah, in the day. That's not exactly. what he's, not what he's asking, games. is he? Yeah, I, I'm not sure about a single player game. Because it took me. I'm now up to 80 hours on Zelda Breath of the Wild, but it took me 40 hours to finish the game technically. 
So, I, you know, I guess I'm looking at it as in what's the most time you put in before the credits rolled. Yeah. And it is either, it's either Mass Effect 2 or um, Dark Souls. Oh, I'll tell you I what. I think it's probably the former. I'll tell you what will be my answer when I do actually finish all the DLC, uh, Witcher 3. Because I must be over 100 hours on that, and I'm maybe only like a third of the way into the last DLC pack, which is fucking massive. Blimey. So, How long did this take you to finish the like the actual game? Sure the ma- the main the game was like 80-odd hours. Cool. And I the first DLC yeah. was really good. I put 120 hours into Battlefield 3 and never even touched a single-player campaign. So <laughs> Again, one. doesn't count that. I mean, you, you can list loads of those. It doesn't count plenty FIFA. More. Plenty more, baby. Loads of... Rocket League. Although saying that, I went into the stats on my Rocket League on PS4. It says I've played it for 40 hours. No way. It's like, no, I haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm I'm guessing no, I, I, close I, I, to, did, or did over you 200. On the PS4, did you go within the main Rocket League stats within the game? That's right. Yeah, I saw, okay, I swear we've done it before, and yours, you're, you're on like 60, and I was only on 40. Um, so I'm sure I'm way over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, okay, cool. Okay, James, um, come on. Michael Downey says, Evening lads, uh, following up on your discussion on the state of game at the minute, let me tell you the state of my local store. My local store is the flagship Metro Centre one in Gateshead. It's a large store and as a result they experiment a lot with it. It was the first one with the Belong Gaming Arena stuff in it. When you walk in the store, the first thing you see is the racks of second-hand phones and tablets in the window. In the door you're greeted with stands showing pre-orders that aren't out yet. There's a big green box where they stream to switch uh, to Twitch uh, from live in store. Walk past that and you see multiple stands of so-called gamer stuff. Racks of pop vinyls, uh, still including older ones that no one wants, like characters from Evolve. Uh, <laughs> wow. Cases I can't believe they ever made <laughs> vinyls of that game. All those great characters from Evolve that you all like well, and they remember. They thought it was going to be a thing, didn't yeah. they? <laughs> <laughs> didn't. Glass cases of... It's like brute force. It's like the same sort of thing. <laughs> I played and completed that yeah, on the I weekend would, I would out. rather brute force Funko Pop than Evolve, for fuck's sake. Have I ever told you I know I, the guy I, I who did you... the box art for brute force? Wow, that, that is... Yes, a, you, that's you, yeah, you have mentioned, mentioned that. That's my claim to yeah, fame. I don't think every ever... time we meet, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was... A job, but it was... Blake Harrison, who plays Neil from the Inbetweeners, that was banging on about brute force for ages, <laughs> invited us all round his place to play it, four-player co-op from start to finish. I think we completed it about five or six hours and just went, well, what are we going to do for the rest of the weekend? That was dog shit. <laughs> yeah, we were on the last yeah, laugh played... day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's my bathroom? <laughs> oh, that'll show him. Where is he now? <laughs> Oh, no, wait. <laughs> Probably on a set yeah. somewhere. Sorry, there was an email, okay. wasn't there? Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Glass cases of collectibles, discounted collector's editions that no one wanted, T-shirts that don't fit your average gamer, and masses of Skylanders and common amiibos. On one side is a VR testing area where you can pay a couple of quid and try out an HTC Vive. No PSVR, though. Next to that, you can buy American imported sweets. Get yourself some cheeseburger flavor Pringles and a bottle of Jolly Rancher Pop to wash it down with, and bring on early onset diabetes as you gain. There is one wall with Xbox One, PS4, and Switch games. No major game deals or special offers, bar the normal two for twenty pound offers on pre-owned games. Uh, Get towards the tills at the back, and you're flanked with more tat and irrelevant bollocks. More than anything, though, it's all so fucking expensive. Games don't get cheaper there. There are no decent discounts on recently released games. Breath of the Wild on Wii U was still £60 when I was last in there, and that's a last-gen game. 
I remember before games last bailout when they actually sold games first and tat second. You'd walk in and you'd instantly see racks with great deals on newish games. The store windows would have posters with offers uh, on hardware and software. You could grab your strategy guide whilst pay- waiting to pay if you so desired. The staff were knowledgeable and cared about the games. They weren't waiting for their turn in the streaming pod or anything stupid like that. I miss the days of, of a good deal in a bricks and mortar store where you could wander in with no idea what you wanted and still be happy when you left. I miss the days when there wasn't a premium, in inverted commas, loyalty card scheme that the staff were obligated to try and upsell to you. I go into that game store a lot. I haven't bought a single thing in there uh, this year, and that saddens me. That's from Mike. Yeah, it sucks, Well, it? this is it. I mean, there's a few conflicting things here for me. It, uh, like, I don't mind the tat. I genuinely don't mind the tat. Mm. Um, I, you know, I think the stuff that you can buy around gaming, some people find it cringe. I, I'm not going to buy it myself personally, but you know, when I was younger, I was into that sort of stuff, you know, buying little bits and pieces for games that I I loved. I've got no problem with that. I've also got no problem with pods and for people to play in store. I, there's just a general feeling in that place that I get. And it's from experience, and it might not be like that when I walk into a game somewhere else, because we have had a few messages saying that they, the game near there's, them's really good. But the culture that that business is run, and we've all heard the stories about how there's tickers counting how many people walk in, mm. and then and that works into how much money they're making per customer that walks through the store, and um, staff are pressured in to try and get people to spend money on things when they do walk in and stuff like that and they're not the only business to do that I've heard various different businesses do that sort of stat checking and stuff but whenever I go in there I feel that the staff are looking at me to think how are we getting money out of him you know what I mean yeah. and every time I bought something from there that just confirms that fear oh have you got the warranty okay no well, are you going to buy this with it no just Give me what I'm coming for. Stop doing all... And as, as I've said before, I've been lied to many times by the staff in my local one to just confirm all these feelings of you just see me as like someone to drain money out of. And of, of course, businesses are like that. Retail must be there to try and sell you stuff. But it feels less hidden, which is weird. It feels more like gives you money or fuck off. That's the feeling I feel like, and that's why I don't like going in there. And then again, as you say, what you perfectly put it, there was a time where I used to go into a game shop not knowing what I wanted and coming out with stuff. And that's exciting. I always liked that stuff. I never get that now. And maybe that's partly down to how much we know about games before they come out. But more often... It's, I'll look at what's in these shops. Because I get that feeling when I go and see EX. Like, I might mm. see a second-hand game that I've always wanted to play for a really, you know, impulse buy price. I've never had that in-game. Not not recently, anyway. Not in the past, like, ten years, where I've walked into a game and thought, fuck me, that's a good deal, I'm going to grab that. Mm. Apart from when they nearly went under. <laughs> that was that was, <laughs> that was a good time. time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you go in there now and you look at a game and think, oh, no way are they still trying to solve this for like 25 quid. Do you know what I mean? And there's that bitterness of looking through second-hand games in there and seeing, you know, £4, £5 cheap, shitty games and then seeing a Mario game for the GameCube at 45 50 quid and you just think, oh, fuck off. You know what I mean? So, so just... if um, the CEO of Game is listening and I'm sure he or she is, what what, what could Game do to get 
people like us back in back in store is it just if is it just prices or is it on launch days there are pods we can play the game that's out on that day or is it more streaming less streaming is it retro games or, or what it's all about prices i think for me and the retro game thing would be would be interesting but yeah they 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 tried that before haven't they and it didn't really work out i'm not sure actually i don't know i mean i i guess cx in many respects has that part of the market covered but I remember them having Atari Jaguars for twin, for for ten quid, and I really, really regret not buying one. I, <laughs> Especially because it definitely ended up in a fucking landfill. Do you remember that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I just missed. I really wish I had that machine. Mm. It looks awful. I just, I don't know. It looks <laughs> fascinating. And the controller's got like a million buttons on it. Yeah, super useful. Um, yeah, I mean, a Cybermorph. <laughs> like obviously, we've been over this before, but yeah, like I feel like. There's just you go you like I I appreciate what they're trying to do and I appreciate they're trying to make it like an experience and like a a hub like a place you could actually hang out rather than just a place to buy stuff, but it still falls completely flat as a place to buy stuff like that still that still has to be their their core competency competency is stocking games and having decent deals on to actually make you want to buy them and they don't do that so well they don't like. I don't know if it's such a problem now because a lot of niche stuff, obviously, you can just get it digitally. But like, they used to just not stock things if they thought it wasn't going to sell particularly well, um, and it was a real pain in the ass. Um, it's so, yeah, not not a the, the huge amount of sympathy. Loads of people said, you know, in the past, our supermarkets have, have eaten their lunch. Basically, they've got the gaming mm. uh, sort of a lot of things tied up because they have crazy deals and whatnot. And I do believe that is mostly the case. But then the Tesco near me has a game section, and it's. Really, it's, it, they basically there's no one in there loving that section at all. No one really cares. There's other games mm. which are ridiculously expensive and old, mm. and also mm-hmm. I, you have, I don't think I haven't really, really seen a uh, supermarket deal like they used to do back in the day. Do you remember when there's um when Sainsbury's was selling Modern Warfare two for twenty one quid? And I, there, yeah, was it Sainsbury's? Oh, it was Sainsbury's in town at seven in the morning to queue up to get it for twenty one quid. I mean, you don't really see those sorts of things anymore. And actually. Yes, they have the odd deal, of course, but mostly this actually just in line with regular prices, whereas game are the one mm. charging way more. If they just had their games at more regular prices, I'd much more like to go in there. But mm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, they, it feels like they've been on live support for a couple of years now, but they're still here. But who knows if they'll still be here mm. in a couple of years' time? Yeah. But, but the thing is, if they're not, that's the tragedy for all gamers. But not, obviously, game right now aren't great, and I'm not particularly proud to have them as a, as the as as the literal storefront for my hobby on the high street. But if they go, someone needs to go in and take that that sort of retail space and do something with it. Otherwise, otherwise we're all fucked. I think. Yeah, I mean, there's also if you you know if you live north of Watford, there's also Granger. Um, yeah, there's a Granger's in and Leeds. they're they're fine. Like they don't. You know, they, they they make no effort to make the place welcoming, same as as game really. But generally, everything's usually like a fiver cheaper. So that's yeah. I mean, pretty easy decision is basically like a slightly different CX. It's a CX with mm. less range, essentially. The, the, most yeah. of their the Grangers up in Leeds, they've got fuckloads of tat. They've also got mm. mostly second-hand games, and again, loads of tablets and other stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm not particularly fond of Granger either. But. Yeah, and I, I, and you know, I'm with Dave on the the tat. I don't mind it. Um, I, I mean, I'm I'm sick to death of fucking Funko Pops and stuff. But if that's your deal and fine but like yeah i don't mind like a game shop being like here are the games but also 
here is things around them that you might also like. Um, it's just, you know, as uh, Mike has pointed out in his email, it seems to be tap first, game second, which is a bit of a shame. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. I think we covered that. I think we've done that one, lads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, hi all. Yeah. Um, I bought Shadow Border. Sorry, who's this from? from? This is from SMW. Is, is it? That's not what it says in the doc. Doesn't it? It does. It says SMW and then it says hi all. Well, um, oh, okay. Okay. Move on. This is your, your mistake, now? Matt. What's happened here? Nothing. Move on. Are you, you trying to make me look bad? No, is it, that the plan? <laughs> just read the email. Hi all. I bought Shadow Border at the weekend from the Hi. Xbox sale and I've been really impressed with the Nemesis system and how, it mu- how much it freshens up what is essentially a fairly standard action-adventure type game. Has there been any new gameplay mechanics this generation that made you excited about a genre you were previously done with? While we're all thinking about answers, I, I know it's obviously Shadow of Mordor's um, is free to play, wasn't it? Last weekend I downloaded it, but I never got a chance to play it. But yeah, it, 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 four pound seventy nine. Yeah, it's four percent oh. to buy, but it was like f- totally free to play. Well, yeah, you're free to download and play over the weekend. Uh, cool. I think actually until and they've tonight. just um, they've just added a thing so that you can basically import your like favorite guys into the sequel as well, which is cool. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Like, I fucking hate Assassin's Creed games. Um, and yet, I really love Black Flag because it's plus pirates. Um, so I guess that counts. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are loads of examples for this for me. I mean, definitely with side-scrolling platformers. I mean, there were so many games that sort of changed. Like, every time I thought I was done with, um, I, it turns out I wasn't, you know, when New Super Mario Bros. first hit the scene, that sort of reminded me that those games were were amazing. Um, Serious driving games, Project Cars, uh, reminded me that those can actually be a hell of a lot of fun when you get into them. Mm. I like that game. It was good. Uh, People still play that. That that seems to be quite big amongst the sim, racing sim people. They've... that still gets played a hell of a lot. They have big booths at um, the Festival of Speed and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's still a thing. Um, yeah, I can't really think of ooh, anything ooh, else, I know. but I know I've seen I, it quite I, a few I, I know times one. recently. Uh, John Woo's Stranglehold. Remember that? I do, yeah. You raised about that. I played it. It wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah, it's not, but it's got the cool You're bullet have to time put stuff. that dog down. Look, she's just woken up for a bit. She's walking around. She's shaking off. I think she's getting back on the sofa for a sleep. So I think you're all right. Sorry, Sean. I don't give a fuck. Stop it from moving. <laughs> right, I'll, ju- is, I'll just throttle lethal. my dog on air. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it on air. Do it off air, Sean. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, James, any examples? I can't think of anything. That's all Great, excellent. Next question. Okay, uh, this is from Ryan Harmon. He says, oh, it's a Crash Bandicoot email. he's a listener James and it's a really long one as well okay here we go I grew up with with the Crash Bandicoot games and I bought the new collection for PS4 I'm a huge 3D platformer enthusiast can I just interject here it's like I don't know, Crash Bandicoot, 3D platformer. Mm. Anyway, 
And I know that mechanically the crash that's games. Interjecting, that's repeating what he said, and then just put, <laughs> putting a noise at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge 3D platform enthusiast, and I know that mechanically the crash <laughs> games don't hold a candle to the best in the genre. But I still enjoy them. It's not necessarily the way that the games control or feel that makes them appealing. It's more about the variety in presentation. Crash is like a Saturday morning cartoon in game form. The animations are quite funny, uh, with unique death animations for pretty much every way you can conceivably die, and each stage is completely different from the one that preceded it, including some vehicle and set-piece levels, giving the game a lot of variety and interesting environments to look at. The platforming is a bit stiff, but the presentation and variety make up for it. Consider it an earthworm gym for a slightly younger generation. As far Hold on. Yeah. As far as gameplay <laughs> ideas, each stage contains a main objective, collecting the crystal, that is pretty easy to accomplish, as well as a side objective, collecting the silver gem, which requires breaking every box in the level, an optional challenge that introduced a lot of smart platforming challenges, like hopping between boxes in the right order so you can reach the higher ones. I enjoy these types of organic side objectives that can be completed or ignored in the course of normal play. Each enemy has just enough personality to make them interesting, and many of the bosses still serve as reference points for me when I'm thinking about bosses in more modern games. The games aren't masterpieces, but they're interesting enough for me to buy a trilogy at a sub $40 price point. That's all there is to it. Not to mention Crash Team Racing, which I would absolutely defend as a superior game to Mario Kart 64. Oh, okay, Mate, you didn't even play Mario Kart 64. Yes, Where are you I piping did. up for? What are you talking about? You told me you didn't. What? Of course I did. I played that a billion times. Perhaps more importantly, did any of us play Crash Team Racing? Um, I did. Ah, Yes. I don't remember it being particularly good, but um, I didn't put that much time into it. So can I just finish the crazy? Yeah, go on. Um, (laughs) The racers are full (laughs) 3D models. The items feel a bit more fair and interesting. Collecting ten fruits a race upgrades all items, which is a more interesting effect than anything that Mario Kart series has done with coins. Right. The story is more involved and there is a huge hub world just like Diddy Kong Racing's. That's a bit beside the point though, since Crash Team Racing wasn't included in the Insane uh, Trilogy pack. Okay, first of all, Dave, yes, I, I played Fuckless in Mario Kart 64. I've had, where did, he, where did he get that I hadn't played it before? Well, a few things. I'm, I mean, I'm sure you said you hadn't played much Mario Kart in your life. Well, I haven't and played him. I haven't played him much recently, but I, yeah, I, I played t- Fuckloads of '64. Played a fair bit. On I the refuse to believe that someone that has put a lot of time into Mario Kart would play as their me. Because <laughs> for, for example, me was in '64, and I like the look of my me. You would have, you would have selected that on the N64 no, I, version. I would have selected would Toad, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, I was a person that would defend and say. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing was a better game than Mario Kart I 64. I love Diddy Kong Racing, apart from that end boss, which literally made me smash a Gen 64 pad on the floor. But <laughs> yeah, I love Diddy Kong Racing. Why is there a sequel that to too. that? Is it because I hold Rare Microsoft? Thing? I was going to say, uh, yeah. Likes. Oh, man. They, they re released it for the 3DS. Yeah. They did, yeah. Was it the 3DS or just the DS? I think it might. I think it was the DS. Hound. So they released that, and that was a Microsoft published game, right? Yeah. No, hold on. Whoa. I think it was actually, yeah. They what Microsoft published it for the three DS. I think so. Yes. Did, yeah. Or the DS. Right, okay. Um yeah, I remember yeah, I don't know. Like you, you, both games were good. I don't know if there was a better one. I, Mario Kart sixty four I came to appreciate a hell of a lot more a lot later on in my life for some reason. Uh we had a uh N sixty four hooked up to an office T V once 
and one of the games everyone played at lunchtime was Mario 64 and I remember thinking actually this is fucking incredible but um, that's a great story um, thanks tweets um, no what I'm saying is that I don't I don't know what's better than the other one. I never considered Crash Team Racing to be in that camp, but then I didn't play it for anywhere near as amount of time as I did the other two, so I can't really comment. Uh, I think we're getting away from the main point of the letter, which uh, is that Crash is half good, apparently. I mean, it doesn't talk to me because I, I, I didn't play this game so I was younger, and I just, it, it, the thing I have played of it is just not fun. But mm. hey, you know, if you're if you're into that, but I will say one thing: like, surely this is obviously this has done really well on sales, and even this week it's number one in the UK by a fair margin. Like, have they announced an, a new crash, or have they only announced this this redevelop this um this this uh, version. I think it was, yeah. Uh, it was just have, the they, have, they, have they announced another? Have they announced a proper full sequel, or is that not that I'm aware? Just this, just this. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, that, that's happening, isn't it? That's going to. Oh, now. it's happening now. Yeah. Yeah. But who makes yeah, it? Is it going to be a naughty dog going to go back to it? Because I doubt it. I mean, well, they're supposed, yeah. supposedly yeah. not doing Uncharted anymore, are they? But then they've already said that, and now they're doing that sort of standalone Last DLC. Oh yeah, of course. Um. um yeah. It'd be good yeah, if Crash had uh, the same sort of graphics as A Last of Us. Like, no, what I now want can is only for... do that sort of graphics and that sort of animation and writing so that that's how that's what crash is going to look like now if they don't have a bit in a new crash bandicoot game where crash sits down to play a bit of uncharted yes. one then <laughs> forget it because that is that has to happen mm, yeah, <laughs> i mean that has to happen mm. uh, uh yeah getting off the point uh ryan's got a new podcast i don't know if any of you listened to it yet it's very good um What's it called? Uh, it's called Playwright, as in W R I T E, and it is good. It's where he and another guy, also called Ryan, really helpfully um, pitch game ideas at each other, um, and then just sort of talk about them. And a lot like it's just been sort of that, that, that does sound good. Yeah, it's just equal turns like funny and interesting, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. Pitches for me, pitches, pitches for you, pitches. What I'm saying. He's, he's yeah, clearly nicked that from Joypod. Nicked an old right, Joypod. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we've got tweets now. Um, the first one is from Andy Palmer. And I'm not going to read What's his, his Twitter name? You'll have to tell me, Sean. Just Remolaptar. Okay. Uh, okay, uh, you said now. James. He's just told you how it said. He's just told you how it said. You can say Remolaptar. There you go. <laughs> it's like losing confidence <laughs> halfway through it. God. Best baddie from a shit game is the, the question. Um, Best baddie from a shit game? Um, huh. Assassin's Creed 2, where you fight the Pope at the end because he's an alien. Spoilers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a baddie from Lollipop Chainsaw because that had some good baddies in it. Mm. Um. And I did not like that game as much as other people did. It's uh, not very good. Definitely not the one that just shouts, shouts slut over and over again. That was, <laughs> that was the first boss, wasn't it? The sort of the yeah. musician guy. Yeah, it was a bit strong for me, that yeah, one. That was uncomfortable, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was a bit. Um, yeah, I can't, no, I can't think. I can't think one. I'm terrible I mean, we, at this. We've sort of been over. So it's really hard to think of a shit game because generally I don't really play shit games. Yeah, you, um, don't, you don't hold on to those so memories even when you do play one, to be honest, so... Yeah, next question. Oh, it's this fucking word again. Okay. <laughs> what, hello? If, if Ramalaptar really was a magic spell, <laughs> what would it do? That's from uh, Buscular. Something to me, definitely. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it would 
sew my mouth up for five minutes or something. <laughs> James would just cast that every time I start ragging on him. Okay. Remember the If you could say it correctly. <laughs> God. Next, uh, he says, after Odyssey, do you expect or want another new Super Mario Brothers? Is there space for Nintendo to innovate with 2D, uh, particularly after Mario Maker? Yeah. Well, this is interesting now because we've got three strands of Mario platformer now, essentially. Mm. You've got new, Mario, uh, new Super Mario Bros, the 3D stuff, Odyssey, and you've got the 3D world stuff, the isometric uh, style, um, you know, those games. You could also would... possibly count Yoshi's Bully World. Yeah, but we're getting all that stuff again, mm. aren't we? I think this is this is what's leading me to my point. I'd be a little bit disappointed if they brought out a new new Super Mario Bros. Mm. over um, over a uh, 3D. I think the new Super Mario Bros. needs needs a big innovation now to to change it up a little bit on what you're doing in that. However, I think they're doing that with Kirby and Yoshi. Yeah. So I'd be a little bit disappointed if that was the next one. I. I would love for them to next year say there's a new 3D uh, Mario game coming out. You know, the, the like 3D Mario World, 3D Mario mm. Land. Another one of those because the last one was just incredible. And I don't think they're done. I don't think they're finished with that idea. Um, so that's what I'm hoping is going to be the next one to come out in terms of Mario platforming. I think they should probably not release any 2D stuff for a while because there was a lot there's been quite a few games came out over the last couple of years I mean there was there, has, yeah. there was like New Super Mario Bros. 2 there's you know New Super Mario Bros. U and there was Mario Maker it did start to feel a bit sort of overkill really well Mario Maker's completely different for me I don't think that really counts the, the, hmm. the, but they had like Luigi new, new Super Luigi or whatever I'm so still, I, I don't know I'm they still need to wondering change whether we're going to see like uh, Mario Maker on, on Switch because yeah, it seems like it makes sense, but then also it doesn't because of the whole, you know, two screens thing is a bit of a problem. Mm. Well, yeah, no, I, it can be doable. Like, uh, I, I used to play on one screen with no, no issues. Yeah, but you'd only in be fact, able to the edit it in handheld mode, wouldn't you? You wouldn't be able to edit it in uh, on screen mode. What? You'd only be able to edit in in handheld mode, wouldn't you? You wouldn't be able to... If it's pushed into the dock, you wouldn't be able to do any editing. Yeah, but you wouldn't edit it on the... T- I mean, I always edit it in handheld mode, because mm. that's where you you were um, drawing. Did you used to look at the screen while editing? <laughs> the uh, TV while editing? No, I don't think... No, actually, yeah, I did sometimes, because sometimes I was doing it with Rachel, and, like, you know, you'd sort of... You know, you're doing it, and she's watching it on the screen as you're doing it. How? What That's madness. No, I'm sitting there on the on the pad, like doing, like you know, designing it, and then she's looking at it on the TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that that's standard. What's madness but, uh, about I, that? No, n- nothing. But what I'm saying is, when you're editing, surely you're looking at the screen anyway. So I don't think that's much of an issue. Is my point. Mm. All right. Next. <laughs> Go on. Jambo says. What do you mean next? <laughs> what do you mean next? <laughs> you're, you're the, the one doing the questions. Jambo says, James. I'm just getting, I'm getting to that point now where I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> Bedtime. Brilliant. This is where the gold Next. Comes. Wait, Matt, do his voice. Next. No, go on. No, seriously, come on. Next. I bought Rocket League because of the show's uh, love for the game, but keep getting called a noob by angry teenagers. Any tips from Jambo? You watch YouTube videos. There's some really good tutorial YouTube videos out there that sort of, they don't make you better to play 
but they point you in the right, the right direction what you should be concentrating on doing. It's one of those games I that, like, any. I think people, like, just sort of throw themselves into it and think that if they just keep playing, it'll it'll click. But, like, you, yeah, you do actually have to think about what you're doing and what you're learning. And Yeah, some of the tactics stuff yeah. is... is um, it's a lot more of a. Sorry, this sounds wanky. It's more of an ideology rather than a skill thing. <laughs> Jesus. You've got to understand when you should be going forward and when yeah. you should be hanging back. Yeah. I mean, we're still trying to teach Matt that. Don't uh, get pretty... me into this. I'm fine. I, I mean, I was going to say, I like, need to I mean, alternatively, you can just do what I do and play with Dave and let him do all the heavy lifting. Yeah, just let him it's shout true. and say, move forward, go back, yeah, etc. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a. Like a expert i mean i still can't fly though that's the embarrassing yeah, thing john, john and i were really um uh when we were really getting into it we decided to stream a game and there was someone in the chat just going oh, you guys are rubbish <laughs> because we weren't flying around and stuff and i just thought oh yeah we're not actually that good in the grand scheme <laughs> of things but but uh, we've got we've got our uh, ground game sorted one of the things so, i've I, i've i've really enjoyed since doing it is setting the camera as wide and as high and as far back as possible yeah that is a because huge you see yeah. much more on the pitch yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah it's good i found it a lot easier uh if i want if i was to give you a few tips boost is incredibly important yeah, like boost incredibly important about that. uh boost management understanding when to attack sometimes it's um you need to get your distances right. So if you're in goal and you want to clear the ball, sometimes it's better to let them shoot first before you attempt to clear it. I know it sounds insane, but if you rush towards the ball and they're slightly closer to it than you are, it's so easy for them to just knock it over your head and score a goal. It's unreal. Mm. So it's about understanding when to be confident and going for it and, and when to just hand back and let them have a shot. So you've got more chance of us saving it. But, um, yeah, good good game. I like that game. Go on. Don says, serious question time. You know the way uh, Dave can't play a game with spiders in it. Will he be playing the new Spider-Man game next year? That's a serious question. Is that next? Okay. Uh, Gary Dutton says, uh, Ethan Mars loses... Is his name Mars? Seriously? Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's that laugh. There's that famous heavy yeah, rain do. laugh. Ethan Mars loses his son in a crowd, which ultimately results in the boy's death. But he does at least hold a birthday party for him on the correct day. We, that's we a good don't, point. We don't know that for certain, though. It, that's not confirmed. Just read the uh, question. With this in mind, who is the better father, Ethan Mars or father? <laughs> well, I find this quite insulting because I've never, I've not lost a child, and that's Yet. significantly worse. Yeah, that you're willing to admit on the show. <laughs> but it wasn't definitely his fault. Uh, oh come you on! Know, it was <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, Ethan Mars losing his son wasn't a calculated act of malice towards his own child, James. Whereas you, exactly. yeah. mine was, no, mine was, mine was also not that. It was it was for the good of the family as a whole. It was kid, a kid being a, a bit naughty and not listening to their dad versus actively fucking with time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, kind of... also, James, your first wife did leave you because you broke your leg. So, <laughs> don't know. First, it was the, fr- the freezer thing. Shot. Then he broke his leg, and then that was, yeah. that was it. Oh, that, that reminds me, Sean. Thank you. I just remembered to switch it back on. Oh, again. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget. Go on. Okay, uh, James Swift Day says, any of you chaps seen the Netflix Castlevania show? Uh, though season one is very short, I was pleasantly surprised how faithful it is to the series, even if it lacks the game's awesome music. I've seen if it. If there was one person... I've seen, Have you seen it. it. It's fucking wicked. 
Yeah, I've seen yeah. it. Really well. good. I was about to say, if there's one person that was going to tear it to pieces, it was Andy Hamilton, and he seemed to quite enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I know nothing about the game, but will I still enjoy it? Yeah, I reckon yeah. so. Yeah, it's um, only a hundred minutes long, isn't it? The whole series. It's, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. calling so. it a season is basically ridiculous. It's a film. It's just split into mm. like they have confirmed today, haven't they? That they've renewed it for a second one, and that's yes, eight episodes. That's right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's it's proper good. Um, it's, yeah, like it obviously it does like some knowledge of the games might help a bit just in, like in terms of like you know a character appears and like oh my god it's it's him but um basically no you'll be fine um it explains itself really well like right off the bat it's, you know, it's does wicked. it does it if you are a fan does it add anything or reveal anything or is it no it's it like a cartoon, uh, so a, a animated representation of what you guess already know uh i mean it's it's an animated version of basically follows the story of castlevania 3 which i've not played um but um yeah apparently it basically sticks to it pretty faithfully and um adds some extra shit and it's just yeah it's violent as fuck there's, there's yeah. loads of really gory stuff in it um it looks superb though doesn't it yeah like it's the, beautifully um, animated animation is really, really good. good uh the, the soundtrack is entirely forgettable which is odd considering castlevania games have always been known for having good soundtracks yeah. so that's kind of a shame um but no other than that yeah it's proper good Okay. Rokako Police says, yo, 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 Funkmeister Generals, what's the worst holiday you've ever been on? Oh, God. Uh, um, I went camping once with the family. Oh, where was it? It was just south of the Scottish border. I forget where exactly, but basically when we got there, they were like, look, we've got a really bad problem with midges. And Dad was like, I'll be fine. Like, you know, we're here for the week. And they were like, no, we're only going to let, we're only letting people pay like each day. Because we can't be asked refunding anyone, and you are going to leave early. And yeah, it was fucking horrendous. It was absolutely horrific. Um, if I was you, I would have stuck it out. Said, "What are you worried about?" Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, we, we did like two nights, and it was basically like every night you'd open the you'd open your tent, and like the the inside walls were just black with midges, right? And you had to just basically light a torch and hold it outside the tent, and it was just like like they'd all just come rushing out. It was awful. That is horrific. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that that sounds bad. Um, I haven't got anything as horrific as that, I guess. Well, I've got two that I can talk about. The first being Corfu, the holiday where I proposed to my wife was shit <laughs> because um, it pissed down for the vast majority of it. The There was wasps everywhere, so you couldn't just fall asleep next to the pool like we like doing mm. because you would guarantee to have like wasps all over <laughs> you. And um, it, it was, for some reason, if the wind turned right... The whole place smelled like shit because there was like a sewage thing close by. So it was, yeah, not the best holiday we've ever had. Mm. Um, but if we're going talking camping stories, I don't know if I've said this one on. Um, so I used to be a scout, right? Yeah. And Same. my scout troop was in the middle of an estate um, in Malden. And so the it wasn't like your normal scout crew. There was no dib dib dob dob business going on. It was basically people kicking the shit out of each <laughs> other for two hours uh, a week, um, and going on camps and basically getting banned from every campsite we stayed on. It was a fucking nightmare. Um, but one camp, there was a guy who I'm friends with now. He was the scout leader, and he held he, there was a shit pit have i told you this sean no so a ship pit when you go properly camping you know it's a big pit where you just put all the human waste and then after a while they they bury it and whatever 
right? What the one of the scout leaders grabbed hold of one of the scouts and dangled him by his ankles over the shit pit <laughs> to wind him up, and I pushed them both in. <laughs> so to get me Fuck. to get me back, imagine imagine a scout group doing this now, mm-hmm. right? With phones everywhere and all sorts of stuff. This just wouldn't happen in this day and age. So to get me back, they grabbed hold of me while I was going to bed at night, dragged me out, um, uh, dragged me out into the field pegged me out which is getting camp like tent pegs banging them into the ground um tying ropes around you uh and like your your wrists and your your ankles um getting the slop like the waste food that they've had all week from buckets pouring it all over you and just letting the ants go at you for i think i was pegged out for two hours um i'm sorry what era was this in so i guess i was 14 so that would have been uh that would have been late 90s yeah late 90s inner inner city scout sounds horrific yeah man they also had the big one which was a massive camping peg that they would put right between your legs and bang it in while you were pegged out so every time they hit that peg it absolutely fucked up you balls okay <laughs> and they put a uh, w- what looked like a shitty pair of pants on your head but they'd obviously put like chocolate sauce in it or whatever to freak you out uh yeah and that was called the disney club because it had a picture of mickey mouse on the pants <laughs> so like, just to be clear was... you realize this is abuse yeah that's <laughs> yeah but it was all in good fun i did push the guy into human waste yeah that's true i kind yeah, of had it coming the first shot yeah okay yeah yeah, deserved it. See, we never... <laughs> I mean, we... I think the worst thing that ever happened to me in Scouts was uh, I had a load of shaving cream, like, thrown in my eyes. That was pretty bad. But <laughs> Yeah, that is... That's normal Scout yeah, banter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my Scout group was a little bit yeah. different. <laughs> it was a little bit was different. That, Once, were, they, were they encouraging right? you to shave, Sean? Was that what that was about? No, I was only, like, ten. <laughs> yeah, but you see, I can imagine that when you were ten, you still had the same beard you've got now. Really hairy. Yeah, yeah. I just imagine. It. <laughs> Once we, we, I, I've got so many scout stories. This scout like group troop was insane. Mm. Like the leaders were just insane. Once they drove us home from a scout camp and um, went down this dark sort of path in the middle of the country. Uh, in this van, we were all in this minibus. All the lights went off. And one of the leaders told us the story about Salt Lady, about how you used to chuck salt over your thing and then you would get murdered from behind. But the way he did it, we were petrified. I mean, to the point where I was shaking, I was so scared. People were like almost throwing up. It was horrific. Then, as they parked up at the campsite, one of the other camp leaders had pegged out with ropes a huge star and then put like like a... a candles at the end of each point of the star and, and looked at us like as we walked in and we all just went no whatever you got planned we ain't doing that now because we are already close to like having mental breakdowns over the story we've just heard yeah well, it was that sort of that thing was great any other bad holidays <laughs> nothing's gonna be that Should, james i bet you got it like every holiday you go on i bet you absolutely hate uh <laughs> yes, there's that noise. <laughs> Just remembering them. I had a similar one to Sean with the with the the bugs, but yeah. that was on it was on a uh, on a what's it called like 
Oh, it was it was on like a sailing ship kind of thing. A cruise, not a sailing ship. <laughs> you know, it was on a cruise? canal. It was on a canal. You know, I'm like not middle class boat or whatever. You know, yes, like, we saw a few bugs on our sailing ship. No, it wasn't <laughs> a sailing ship. It was a, it was a, like a canal boat, and it was horrible. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, in Norfolk, it was uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbish. But yeah, good. All right, fine. Do you Next. want another one? Okay. Well, only one more. Last yeah. one. This is the last one. Yeah. Um, this is from Athene. It says, I picked up uh, Snake Pass on Switch and Lady Killer in a bind on Steam in sales. Both are great for very different reasons. Have you played them? Both games are about wrapping things up tightly to get what you want. But would you rather be bound by a friendly snake or a sadistic woman? Why, ca- why can't it just uh, be woman. a friendly woman? Come on. Yeah. Why can't we just have our cake and eat it, guys? Come on. Sadistic woman. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because I'm team ice cream, sure. <laughs> Is the answer to that one? Um, yeah, no, I've not played it. I've not played either of those games. Um, I am interested in Snake Pass, but I haven't really. It feels like something that I'd need to be in the mood for because apparently it's extremely frustrating. Yeah, uh, that's what's put so, me. Up. And I've not felt in the mood for that yet. Uh, but yeah, no, I've heard nothing but good things. It's meant to be a good game, yeah. and to play that on Switch sounds like a good shout. Yeah. Anyone else? Anyone else? That's basically Good. what I think what you just said. So. <laughs> Good. We're we're finally in tune with one another. It only took hours and hours of James and I arguing <laughs> before you realise actually maybe me and David have got some things in common. Matt, yes. what should people do with their time you when they when they got Twitter if you don't mind being told what to do, uh, which is something Dave hates. Yeah, but we are at Computing Empire on mean? Twitter. Well you said last week. You know, you're sick of me telling people what to do on on social media. Well, yeah, you're just going right. Retweet this one now. No, let people decide if they want to retweet it. Well, no, retweet this one now, please. Look, anyone's listening. If I say retweet, just please retweet and like and subscribe. <laughs> Look at this. Um, yeah, so we're at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Like I said last week, I genuinely think half the show is on Twitter. So follow us on there. You're really missing out if you're not following us on Twitter. It's not half of the. Well, I mean, that is ridiculous. I think a lot of shit goes on on Twitter. It, you know that's that isn't the podcast so follow us on there a lot uh, of it is just clips of the podcast matt that's your is, new thing it is now are you gonna <laughs> argue with those digits have got 25 retweets anyway okay. uh we're also on facebook we're on youtube uh the episodes obviously go up every week on youtube it's youtube.com slash the computer game show or just search for us on there uh, new episodes and also uh dave's edits of farley's heavy rain streams also on twitch.tv slash computer game show if you want to watch james when he streams live and we're on all other podcast services excellent we will see you next week we hope you have a good one um thanks for living it goodbye 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 bye We'll